we got uh, me. We got Jim Norton and Patrice O'Neill. Good morning. Got to rename the show for today, I guess. Good morning. OJP. OJP. Hi. I like that. Wish I would have known you were in Boston yesterday. Me and Kenny took the train back yesterday afternoon. Could have hitched a ride back with you. I drove you back. Took a nice, easy ride in my big tank. Going down 84, then 91 in the Merritt. Nice, quiet ride. Forced my girl to drive the last hour and a half. That was beautiful. Oh, yeah. oh, your girl was with you. That means no rest stops for Patrice O'Neill this time around. No rest stops. <laughs> with hey, oh, oh, and it was a rest stop kind of day, too. I was tired, and I was trying to stay up, and she was, you know, driving half in the other lane. Really? <laughs> oh, because she drives 10 and 2, but you really can't drive a tank 10 and 2. No, yeah. you got you to gotta kind of <laughs> rock that. Her dainty fingers, but she did a good job. We, we survived, but it was a nice, it was a good ride. I can't let anybody drive. I can't let her. I, I freak out. I just I can't sleep in there unless it's Kenny who I trust. But even Kenny's eyesight stinks, so I can't trust anybody else driving. No, in a couple of times, you know, you just I tr I did knock out because I was just exhausted. But the only time I was sleep was when she started telling me stories, and that was that was she started sharing things, and she's really into music and stuff, and so she's she just loves how much she loves me. So I, you know, when she loves something, because barely she barely loves anything. But she loves music, so she's talking, and I'm trying to stay up, and I just knocked right out. It was like a dream, and I would wake up, and we was almost home. And then a couple of times when she would, she just doesn't, she didn't understand how to negotiate how heavy the truck is and how fast she should be going behind somebody on the Merit, because the Merit is not a highway. It's no, like a that thing is. A you've been on the Merit, right? Road. It's yeah. just terrifying. a it's, it's a scary road with no is, trucks, and I like it. No, it is terrifying because it's a lot of like just uh, curves. You do a left <laughs> curve into a right curve, <laughs> then a deer pops out. You did right? the Merit, right? The Merit's horrible. And then you, they ha the gas stations and stuff. You that you have to do a an official NASCAR pit stop to get off these things. Oh, it's the it's it's right. It's the it's the yeah. scariest road. But and then all of a sudden you they give you maybe ten feet to get up to speed because people are flying around curves and you got to get in front of them. Oh, it's when uh, you're like leaving the gas. Uh, you ever been on the merit? Statistically, if you drive on the merit every day for a week, you will die. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awful road. Yes, yeah, it is. It, there's no lights on it. it at night. It's terrible. Oh, that's it's right. Yeah, and curving. I, I forgot about that because it goes through uh, all these rich neighborhoods. They don't want the lights. So it's a, it's pitch dark. the The deer on the side of the road they're they're feasting. Oh, I drive it's with as, my it's high windy every time. Oh are yeah, you that, are you that guy? Oh, oh I'm yeah. an ass, and I don't turn them off <laughs> for oncoming nothing. I'm just to <laughs> deal with it because I'm so afraid. What I'm afraid of on the merit is smashing into a reindeer, and 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 it's like hitting another car. Yeah, like it's not like a it's not like a thing where you hit an animal, a oh, poor animal. It it can kill you yeah your airbags will come on if you hit a, one of those deer and deer are dumb because they don't have any uh natural enemies so they don't know anything is 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 unsafe right they're just stupid so that's why they get hit all the time is that i are there, isn't that they're not mesmerized by the lights like the lights don't no they don't know that no, they're, they're gonna die they're just trying to figure out what you are it's stupid that's how dumb they are that's Dopes. the same thing those wildebeest you ever seen a wildebeest get their head chewed off by an alligator and all the rest of them stand there and watch yeah because alligators not aren't even their natural enemy they don't even know that they just go okay all right this dude got his face chewed off <laughs> yeah <laughs> but as a, as a creature that is alive somehow how do you not when when like you're walking your whole life you see nothing but other things with little bones on their head, 
and then you hear like a with with lights. How do you not go? Let me get out of the way. How do you look at that? It's just there's no natural nothing to it. But it should be a natural thing at this point. How many tears have been it? What? They should talk to each other. I mean, you know those big things coming at you, seventy miles an hour with those two lights on it. Stay away there, from them. There shouldn't be other crackheads. Once one saw what it did to the other one, so <laughs> <laughs> you figure how can it be brand new crackheads when look at what happened to this dude? You got to communicate. You know? At least the words are about crackhead. We know crack's bad. There are right. new crack, but at least right. some of us don't do it. Deer, they don't care. They just walk right out and look at the cars. <laughs> you suck. Aim for them if you see them. Yeah. <laughs> So that was me driving back and talking to Stump Brain all night about things. And, Half the uh, show hung out in Boston over the weekend. Yeah. You did what? Comics Come Home? Comics Come Home. What, was oh, the lineup man. good? I used to love going to that thing. I haven't gone in a few years now. They, they lowered the... Uh, Expectations? Uh, no. <laughs> they lowered the number of comics. Ah. They, you know, um, but it was still... It was, it was, it was Anthony you. Clark, Brewer, uh, Lenny Clark, Al Mandrigal. Who's in? Uh, he's in Jay Moore's uh, uh, t okay. TV show, and uh, Tom Shalhoub, and um, Mike DiStefano. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, that's it. And you and Leary. Me and Leary. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, absolutely. Leary's coming in tomorrow, I believe. Okay. But, uh, they, I used to like when they, you know, taped the show, and threw it on TV. Yeah. After the first couple of years, then they decided uh, enough with that. Yeah, and and it's at that big. What it Ag Aginus, Agen Agenus Arena and BU, six thousand people. Oh wow! I liked really? it when it was at the Orpheum. I loved it then. Yeah, it was a nice. The, the Orpheum's like it, a great it? place for comedy. Yeah, Regan was at the Orpheum Friday. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah, I had no. There was a lot of comics up there this week. I had no idea anybody else was up there. It's like awesome. Right there. I'm surprised that it was. Uh, and, and the comics come home had a lot of people. Had about six thousand people there, and I heard yeah. you were sold out. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. Let's say hi to Bill in Boston. How are you, Bill? Hey, good morning, boys. How pretty, you doing? Pretty good, Bill. Hey, Patrice. Hey, uh, Jimmy, just want to say I caught your show Friday night in Boston. You killed Vice. It was uh, awesome again. First time I've seen you every time. It gets better and better, my man. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming. I was saying I got your book, met you afterwards. As always, you were a gentleman. Although you did call my girlfriend babe, but I decided to let it go. Uh, but that's, <laughs> but no, if, I probably should not thank you, baby, but that's that's not... If I say if I say thank you, baby, to a girl, she says something nice to me. I'm not hitting on her. I'm, it, it, it's like saying, hey. I love how the guy goes. I decided to let it go. You have no idea how close you were to a beating, Jimmy. But no, he, he, I'm sure he, I, I wasn't hitting on her. No, he was But we walked out, and she was like, "Did you hear him call me, babe?" And I was like, "Did you see the look I gave him?" I didn't even notice. But that's like calling you bro or dude or hey man. You know. No, I, I know it was all good fun, Jimmy. I okay. love you, man. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. All right, all right thank Bill, you, man. Thank you. Let's uh, right, let's say hi to Maureen on Long Island. Maureen. Yeah, hi guys. What's hi Patrice. Hello. Love ya. Thank you. Um, Jimmy, you ever go into uh, Suffolk County, maybe F. H. Riley's, and do book signings? Since we all know where that place is. Sweet, Maureen, you rule. Free appetizer for you. Free appetizer. Oh, I, I have not. Um, I'm Don't not you sure. think that's a great idea? I, think I, it's I a do. Brilliant idea. Definitely. Uh, sounds like a guy doing a girl's voice. But yes, Maureen, I I, I do. Think I know. I'm, I'm sorry. It's obviously a source. Probably taking hormones or something, Jimmy. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just early morning. Yeah. I, no, I've never done it at F.H. Riley's uh, on New York Avenue, but I certainly would. <laughs> I certainly would because the cheesecake is good. That's my sister's I cheesecake. I hear that, yes. We're going to start a little business for her soon. All right, Maureen. Thank you. Okay. Have a great day, guys. You got it. Hey, uh, Patrice, you were listening on the way in, the uh, Brock Lesnar couture fight. Oh, dude. Did you get to see it? 
I guess you were performing. No, but they got a great these great sites now that you could just see everything. Yep. It's, like it's amazing. And um It's almost like why would you I hate to say it, why would you Yeah, yeah. Why would you do the yeah. pay per view thing? Oh, it's fantastic. Especially with UFC because not everyone is talking about it, so you could just like you could avoid the results and then find it a little later on. I just think people are it, it right now people are just getting it's very well, like I said, I used to love it when it was your thing versus my thing. Like I've been taking karate for ten years. Right. You've been taking kung fu for fifteen, mm -hmm. and it's like it's like blood sport. Right. Like, okay, let's do what you do and uh, versus what I do. And when when the uh, the Gracies started tying everybody up in knots because they because they didn't know what to do, everybody started to turn it into what it is now, which is a whole art form by itself, which is MMA. Which I'm not. I don't like the fact that everybody does the same thing. I like the fact that some karate dude. Well, you can't even tell what they know. It's like he knows jujitsu, really. Yeah. They all know the same thing, wrestlers and all that stuff. But Brock Lesnar, I I'm telling you, I I've been watching since he's been in it. The the fight he lost, he was dominating that guy. I mean, he was dominating him. Frank Mir, right? Frank yeah. Mir, and yeah. he just knew what to do. Frank Mir, that's the thing about fighting these guys. If you're a regular dude. Like, we always used to joke, me, me and Keith used to joke about, okay, you think you can beat Mike Tyson if it was he punched your mama in the face anger. You know, if you if you was like, you beat my mama? And you go, I'm a come on. No, because he's skilled. Your, your attitude can't. So these dudes, if you're skilled, no matter how angry and how much heart you got, you're going to lose. Right. Brock Lesnar just wasn't skilled enough to fight Frank Murr, but as a man, he was just... He he was treating Frank Murr bad. Then the second fight that I saw him where he beat that guy, the Texas Madman or whatever, he's a legitimate guy. Keith Herron beat that guy, and he did something that scared me that made me know he's a bad dude. He punched Keith Herron. Keith Herron rolled backwards like a ball, and Brock Lesnar was on top of him like... A cat, like I've never seen anything like that. Like that, like with that hammer fist thing, where they get you on the ground, they just bash your bash your head into the floor. Dude, it was scary. So when I heard that he was gonna fight uh, Randy Couture, and they come from the same, they're both all American wrestlers. And dude, I didn't think Randy could do it just because he's just he's forty four. I understand heart and soul, but he's forty four versus. A uh, thirty-one-year-old machine. See, I thought Couture had a good shot, just because even though he he is a lot older, a guy like that who has seen so many other guys, it's like you said, they 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 always know something, and sometimes I figure he's just such a veteran. Uh, what he knows is cheating. Like he would all he, what I know and what you know, he would know how to cheat. He would know how to gouge or something, but just skill against skill is nothing because he's not a submission guy. Uh, uh, uh Couture. Couture. He's a wrestler, and he grounds and pounds, and he might know how to choke you out, but he's not a submission dude. He's not a guy that can go, oh, okay, your wrist is showing. Let me twist your hand off. Let me take your, oh, he messed up. Let me get his ear. Right. He's not one of those dudes, man. And Lesnar, dude, look at him, man. He's an he's a, and he And it's legit. And like I said, you know, I like, I, I'm a wrestling fan. I used to be a big wrestling fan, but I'm always curious to who the toughest guy in the world is in wrestling. And it, there's only a few guys where other wrestlers go. I, I'm. They were comfortable saying I, I was afraid of him. One of them is the Steiner brothers, like the the Scott and, and, sure. and Rick. They just people were scared of them. Why? Because they were just giving they a little just extra twist and were stuff. Were mean and they they loved pain and they just knew how to fight. And if you played games with them, they, they would hurt. They you. hurt you. 
And the other one is is um Buddy Holly, or Hardcore Holly. Sure. And the other one's Brock Lesnar. People were legitimately did not want to make him an angry guy, man. He is a, a legit his neck, a guy with a neck like that, right? And a guy whose ears, who does that for what he does, and his ears aren't all chewed up, means it doesn't people don't get to him too. Get often. to him, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's a scary dude. Well, I think he's going to bring a, a ton of interest into the UFC now yep. that he's a uh, champion. Yeah, it's good for them. I mean, he's such a big name in wrestling. I think it's going to, yeah, it's going to bring a lot from wrestling. I think some of these wrestling dudes are going to be like, you know what, Brock Lesnar's now the champion. i got to start checking out this sport. And this helps wrestling because the fact that Brock Lesnar, who comes from this fake sport, supposedly, yeah, right. is legitimately a tough dude, that means you go, okay, wrestlers are little, legitimately tough. Right. And you might, and, and knowing Vince McMahon, he might make it. Because years ago, Vincent Mann did a stunt where he f he made boxer uh, the wrestlers fight each other with bo in the ring boxing. So to say, okay, who's really the toughest dude? Mm -hmm. And you know they were they had to go at it. And uh, but the the problem was some obscure dude would end up being the toughest guy out of all right. of them. And and uh, but ultimately, dude, this is going to help wrestling. Because people are going to go, look, man, Brock Lesnar's a wrestler. He's not a soft dude. Right. He's not a fake. And they just showed the uh, the, the mirror. Uh, I forgot. It was, when... the, it was the ankle twist. Yeah, it was he like. Was, he was going to break he, his freaking uh, ankle. He was dominating him. And then uh, all of a sudden, they're on the. <clears throat> excuse me. The mirror gets on the ground. And then just goes for the ankle. And if there are certain things, like these. Like, if, to be submitted by these guys. It's like all of a sudden one guy is kicking the crap out of the other dude. Yeah. And then you'll see the guy who was winning all of a sudden just smacking his arm real quick. And it's because oh. his, his wrist or his ankle is about to be broken off. You know, you have to tap. We're looking at the highlights of that fight again. And the whole time he's trying to go for the ankle. Yep. He, he's just waiting for his opportunity. It's very obvious that he's just waiting to, to get that ankle. In a, in a hold, and he was going to break Brock Lesnar's leg. He's an, he's a Brock Lesnar's yeah. a serious businessman, and I mean, quite frankly, and I'm a fan of Randy Couture's man. He's a he's one of those dudes you just want to see do well. He's yeah. a nice guy, super nice guy. He just his energy and stuff. But um, I'd rather see him. I'd rather see Brock Lesnar fight Fedor. Well, let's see who he fights next. Vin Couture. Matt in Arizona knows. Matt, who's uh, Lesnar fighting? So so if Jimmy could get to a fight at the end of the year, they're doing their. Uh, big showdown with Nogueira versus Frank Mir for the other title because there's going to be, have to be a unified fight because Nogueira also has the heavyweight title as well. Right. So once that goes down, that fight, then it's going to be whoever wins that has to fight Lesnar to kind of unify that title when Couture had to take off for his uh, Fedor quest that he took on. So that's going to be the big fight that's going to set it up. So do you think that after that happens and they, they unify this title, that then if they can get Fedor, if they can even get him in, that he will fight the winner of that? But there's no, there's no way. Either, I mean, Dana's put it out there, Fatal War and everything else. I mean, it's a pipe dream to have that happen. Um, to have, you know, it, it does set up Lesnar now versus, you know, Fedor in, in, you know, MMA, you know, war. But like that guy saying that Couture just kind of stepped out was, uh, it, it wasn't really smart in, in a way because nobody wants to see that fight now. Couture's just getting up his age. If Couture beat Lesnar, that would probably make that Fedor fight happen. Right. right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Then Now there's more interest. And, and they say Fedor's people are very difficult to deal with. But the bottom line is they want to make money. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, uh, Affliction or, or uh, what's the uh, Elite XC, uh, you know. Yeah. WEC. Yeah, Where's he going to fight? Oh, the money will get to a point where, of course. Yeah, well, he has to fight somewhere. He'll be able to figure this out. All right, thank you, Matt. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to move on to other things. We've got Patrice O'Neill in studio today.
Going to do a little Obama stuff today. We haven't talked to you since uh, the election. Yeah, but quite frankly, before you go, I'd just like to say, yep. everywhere in the streets, uh, they're asking me with serious concern, uh, is Anthony... All right. Is With disappointment and pain. <laughs> with pain and suffering in their heart. And it's... Uh, He's really bothered It's quite sad. He sounds like a raving lunatic. I, I wish he was here today. A raving lunatic. Because between Lunatic. you and him, it would be some great stuff. And I feel bad. Because yeah. people are uh, Patrice, is, is, is Anthony... Like, almost like, I know that radio is radio, and it's entertainment, and boy, you got to push buttons, but it's almost like, dude, it's feeling... It's feeling real. Yeah. And I, I say, it, it is. And then I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dirty racist. <laughs> Anthony's just scared. <laughs> of what? And but you know, well, I just want to let you that little part Man. is that it's it's really I I've gotten the same thing actually on the street so but <laughs> is everything know. okay? He's a, yeah. And well, I go ultimately this one, uh, this one bothered him a little bit. Oh, it it's it, uh, a bit bothered. It's an irrational fear. I come and back. I have and I have a little bit of I have some some I just sometimes I just want to call in in the morning but I don't want to step over there I just oh want I listen and but those phone things I just want to look him in his eyes yeah and embrace <laughs> the energy of what is in his eyes when he's talking I just want to see it before I really know on the radio sounds he sounds like a complete ass. A complete <laughs> ass, because I know how smart he is, and I know he's what he's what unraveling a little bit. He's unraveling. This is, well, you know, I, but I, I, we'll get your yeah. thoughts on the whole yeah. thing after the break. Okay, and maybe we can wake up Anthony, or maybe he didn't go to bed yet. We'll get him before he goes to bed. I'm sure they was hunting. Uh, they caught some um, homeless black man somewhere, and his family was hunting him down last <laughs> night in the woods. I'm probably, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So we got Patrice O'Neill. Uh, it's pro Obama Day finally. Yes. We get a word in today because um, Anthony <laughs> is uh, out. He'll be back tomorrow. He was celebrating his um, mommy's uh, 25th anniversary. Yep, that's what he said. With Baltimore <clears throat> sale. See if there's any missing homeless black men. So uh, a light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, get Patrice. We get to get the other side of the story. With you this should, Obama you get being me why he's talking. president-elect. I, well, you could call it any time you want. You yeah. got that. God damn you it. got that power. You should have called in when he was ranting and raving. I'm just taking it in just to see what his stance was. Beyond yeah. the anger, ultimately, it's it's nothing new to me. Something new to a lot of people, not to me. Not not what he's saying, but just the attitude. I already, I already know. White people are fake. I'm, I'm not happy. Anthony. I'm happy Obama's uh, going to be the next president. No. Jimmy's very happy. I'm happy I wanted him to win. Well, Believe me, I'd tell you if I didn't. Your mind is different, though. You know, Anthony still, like I said, he still wants to attach himself. It's almost like that, that keeping it real thing. Anthony still wants to attach himself to the to the local schlub, whose hands are busted up and the garbage man and the he's not that guy anymore. He wants to so be that, but he's a he's a, I don't he's know. a millionaire and he's thinking. He, there's no way he can think. See, if it was about money, he wouldn't be that emotional. Money doesn't make you scream and holler about taxes and stuff. There's too many ways for people with money to hide money and do goofy things. This is emotional. And his emotion is is touching uh, dumb white people. That's what bothers me about it. It's just touching white people who aren't smart enough to know that the president uh, can really do nothing to affect just one group. You know, it, it, it is you have to. It's it's very who affects is is policies, law policies. You know, police, 
can affect one group. Putting your hands on somebody. It's white cops. What are you going to change the infrastructure of what racism is now? See, racism used to be, uh, it, it used to be legislation wise. It was able, you was able to be racist. See, the, here's the fear that Anthony has. And I heard it a couple of times with the uppity thing is that here's some white people. I'm going to think as a white guy and what would make me mad. You've never, as a white person, had to ever answer in this country to a black guy. In any way. It's almost like having a dog or a kid. Whatever your way of dealing with those people, your dog or your, or dealing with that, you know, is crate training better than rolling up a newspaper and hit him in the face. Some people roll a newspaper up, hit him in the face. Some people crate train their dog. Ultimately, at the end of the day, the dog doesn't get a choice. You, you're ultimately deciding whether that's the right way to do it or not. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for this country, um, white people, when I say white, it's, it's, it's institutional white. It's not just, I don't look at anybody, any white dude particularly as my oppressor. It's, it's this country. And, the, and, black, and white people just don't want to see, like even I heard a story the other day. I, um, I was listening to the replay coming over. His, the, the thing where he's upset is that, there's some black people that all they got is to be proud of any black person that that makes it through a system that they think has been holding them down. That was the OJ verdict. The OJ verdict had nothing to do with OJ. It was just, oh man, he beat that system. He he was a black dude that had the resources to beat that. Woo! That was it. That's all it was. But white people don't want to see that happen. And it's and it, and, it, and ultimately, here's what I say about the race part. The all the the thing is. This is the only people in this country who are defined by color is white and black. So, really, Obama is half African, who black people don't like, half white, who black people don't like. He's he doesn't have that that generation of institutionalized anger, right? He had to be that special dude to to win this. But the fact that his skin is what it is makes it the problem is but it's also how he identifies himself and one thing just to say because you've touched on the race it's that it's it's not just dumb white people it's it's like it's not just a matter of thinking like oh my god all black people are gonna are run the country it's the fear that's happening with a lot of people it's this irrational thing where it's a black face in a typically white office and it's like it, as irrational like you know they said a lot of black people are unhappy and can be disappointed because it's the first one a lot of white people that are really disappointed and frightened are going to realize oh what was i what was i worried about it, it's working that way both ways like a lot of black people are too excited because they think something is going to happen different that really isn't and a lot of white people are depressed because they think something but those people are in the same category this is what i'm saying about about how we all think see i'm not i'm not uh, eliminating black people from the problem either because a lot of black people think that the black president is going to do something black for them. I've heard some of the goofy things, but those goofy black people are just as stupid as goofy white people who think that this is going to change. All this is, really, what this does is to me, it just gives me the opportunity. Because not, it, it, I want, the equality to me is when a black person, a mediocre black person, can be put into a spectacular position. Obama had to be almost Messiah-like, the the lore of this guy. I want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger is the governor of of California. I'm just looking at his face. Mm -hmm. He is mediocre from head to toe. <laughs> the the spectacular thing that he is is a, is he was a spectacular weightlifter. 
He's not a spectacular guy. He's not a spectacular leader. His movies weren't spectacular. They were great in terms of entertainment, but he's a he's really a mediocre guy. What it, it's just like a black quarterback right now. There's enough black quarterbacks for me to go. Please fire him. Mm-hmm. There's enough mediocre black coaches to go. Please fire him. The coach from Pittsburgh is a spectacular young black coach, but Herm Edwards has to go. Remove from football in terms of head coaching. <laughs> what has he done, really? Mediocre. What is Herman? Doesn't know. Romeo Cromel uh, from Cleveland got to go. But that's what I want: is that the next black president can't be. But if they were the all only, things. Hold on, but if they were the only black coaches, then you wouldn't say they have to go. It, exactly. That's where, that's where it if gets it was weird just one, and right. that was it. Yeah. Then, then, then I'll be like, hey, he got to stay because there's not any. But my thing is, it's all a symbol for me. Mm. My what? Because I knew what, 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 what I was watching the, the, the election with my girl. My girl got a white mama and she goes, she stands up and she just she goes, yes, yes, yes. Right. And I'm like, wow. All right. And she's like, yeah, call me black now. I go, excuse me, call me black. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You know, my girl's half black, half white. You know how half black, half white girls look. You know, got some white things and some black things. Mm-hmm. Black lips, white hair. You know? So she's like, yeah, if you're going to call him black, you call me black. I go, what? That's, you look like Sarah Palin, right? <laughs> so I'm joking with her. Sarah Palin with a tan. <laughs> she walks in the, in the room and wets her hair so it can get curly. And say, I don't have no white people here. I'm black. And if you're going to call him black, you got to call me black. <sighs> she was like, crazy. So I'm sitting there going, this is this really means a lot to a lot of people. But immediately my mind is going, all right. But can, I, can I stop? So she would downsize the black part of her? No. She, because she wanted to like, assimilate more into the white world? No, she's upgrading. Now she's upgrading the black, the black side. part because that, but she's she hates the way she she wants she's black. But before that, she would like like make sure her hair straight and all that to maybe like fit in a little more in the white world. Nah, I mean, look. Let's, and now that Obama's president, she's like, ah, oh, man, I'm letting the black hang out now. No. All right, because I'm a little. No, it, it it's something that only she can understand. See what I'm saying? It's like something that I couldn't. I was teasing her, but the fact that when when I said she went to wet her hair, the only thing that that made that happen is that i said wow she's serious she's dead serious that she went to go wet her hair to say no no i'm not a white woman i'm not this i'm not that she it was something that only someone mixed race could i still don't know what it was that made her deeply feel that way but when i'm watching that because i was sitting there going all right what's this neck what's what do white people want out of this one that's the first thing I'm thinking. I said, "Why?" One thing I know: white people don't give it nothing for free racially. It ain't happening. But that, hold on, that's not completely the. Tr- I mean, maybe the, again, the certain institution. But this guy got a lot of white people voted for him. Here's what we said: Look, first of all, the it was almost split down the middle. What you say? 130 million people uh, started voted. Sure. It was almost even. It was every black person, almost every Latino person, almost every Jew. Almost every minority, plus some white people. Yeah. I don't know how many. More than John Kerry got. Who cares? That's a lot, though. That's a lot. And it's Democrat, Republican, and no one, too. And, no, and, and that was with compelling. This it, People were compelled emotionally to vote. John Kerry versus Bush, people just voted for what they voted for. This one was all-time 
spectacular. You didn't get white Republicans crossing party lines. Like white Republicans voted the way Republicans exactly. Did. This you got was black big. Republicans and and Spanish Republicans probably crossing party lines. It was because it vote. was it was bigger than parties. Right. Right. But ultimately, it was fifty. It was sixty million everybody's versus fifty nine million white people. To well, me, here's the breakdown. It made no difference to me. It was a, it was exactly what this country is. It just so happened to be more of the other side voted for Obama. That's what it was to me at the time. Yeah. At the time. But then I had to realize, what is it going to take for me to think differently? And, and I realized this. More, uh, all right, more white people voted for McCain than Obama. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How about all? No. I, according to this, Obama got 43% of the white vote, right? Yeah. This is how I'm reading this. Mm -hmm. McCain got 55% of the white vote. Okay. And then who was left? Uh, then uh, blacks, 95% of uh, blacks voting went with Obama. All right. And about 4% um, for McCain. Okay. Latino, 67% uh, went Obama. Okay. 31% went McCain. Okay. Asian, 62% uh, Obama. 35% mm -hmm. McCain. And then the other was thirty-one, thirty-one. And by the way, that what was the other? They're just, just saying other. other. Yeah, that's uh, dude, breaking it's, down. It's, it's it was everybody. It else, was white. White people yeah. voted for McCain, yeah. and everybody else, and some white. Which is what I'm saying is the historical nature of this country, which is there'll be a few white people who do that side. Let's say that if, if let's say if all black people, everybody who all the minorities left this country. It would, and the 10 million or whatever so white people that voted for Obama stayed here, it would be like how to, how they treat, how they treat the people in Iraq, the Sunnis, like, they would be ostracized. Cause it's going against the country. But no, it's not as much as, it, it, white people, you have to like, cause you, you're like, how can I look at things differently? He, he, white people elected him as their president. White people, I, I know all the black vote, all the Spanish vote, but he got a lot of white people. That he didn't has, sneak in with 10% white vote. He got a massive amount of white people. It has been the history of the country is that the same percentage of people who would vote. And again, but Patrice, you also got to understand mm -hmm. that the white vote is 74% of uh, total voters. Okay. Yeah. So you have to look There's at things. Lot of like, you don't people. like looking at it's things differently. But, but this wasn't just a fluke that he got in. This is no, white people looked at this guy it's a fluke. and said, "We want him to be our president." I'm this not saying it's the fluke, but see, that's the part of it I disagree. But I mean, going with uh, Patrice's logic, even though the white uh, vote was 74 percent of the total vote, like Obama really need the blacks, the sure. Latinos, the Asians, and the others Democrats to, always to come do. out and yeah, to that's, come out and vote. Yeah, my, my, I'm not. It's really always that way. Republican Democrat don't forget. Right, right. Always that way. Absolutely. Here's my issue: is not. You know, the it's like this is my thing. What I start thinking deeply about is, look, payback and the payback is this people. People going to want something out of this. And what what white people going to want out of this is the end of racism, the end of black people talking about slavery and talking about race and talking about uh, it. Haven't you look at where you've come? And and that's the thing that. This country doesn't understand, uh, even with Jeremiah Wright, why black people want to accept with him is because we understand what that is. We live here. 
we we make it, we do this and we do that, but we do it despite this country. And it's not you and it's not you, but you think you're of, of yourself as a white guy, Opie. You think of yourself as yeah. a white guy, Norton. But you might, your family may have never had anything to do with slavery ever. But the fact is what this country has set up, meaning you're going to feel white. Your color oppresses my color. And wait a minute. Black people have never, ever have found a way to forgive this country it there's that's the that's the problem and that's what's going to change this country is when black people are able to forgive united but states you can't there's no that. place to forgive you but you can't look at something like white people only voted for him because they wanted to be the end of black complaining i mean to put it in a nutshell with some, how would i ever know maybe some white people um but you're not saying that any people are like yeah i like this guy symbolically i like what it is but I also think it's like you don't realize that white people, we're not, uh, you know, you just, I'm not even just me and Opie white guys, but other white guys, we're not just a bunch of hayseeds running around going, well, we voted one in, everything's all right. No, right. no, it's, it's see, like, that's not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not, I'm not marginalizing people's minds like that. Like people will look at this and go, it's a step in the right, it's a positive Do you think thing. There, there are men who work with women, right, as dudes, women, men who work every day in an office with a woman, right, mm -hmm. and he just wants to squeeze her boob? Yeah. Or grab her boot, and the only thing stopping him really is HR. Can't do it. HR. HR. Before <laughs> HR, you got away with that. Stuff. The, he, a little, that's a little pinch line. Thank you. That okay. And that's why the women in the office uh, place they now dress dress sexier because they know no one's going to touch. No one's going to touch. They're them. not buttoning up anymore. Nope. Buttoning up anymore because they got someone protecting them. And that cleavage is a flowing in the uh, workplace. A lot of white people, I'm not saying all anything. I'm saying a lot of white people, racism, being a racist is the worst thing, the very worst thing that you can be accused of as a white person now. And so bad that, you know what? Even if I'm racist, I might vote for Obama just so I can make sure that if something comes down and I'm accused of being racist, that you can't call me that because I voted for Obama. Ultimately, dude, you got to understand, Norton, the relationship between black and white people in this country is based on your superiority mentally and over over black people. And that has never changed. See, when the Jews was free from bondage, if you if the Jew, the Jews story is biblical. Mm -hmm. If you watch the damn Ten Commandments at the end of the day, the Pharaoh really wanted to kill him. He came down. He wanted to say, you know what? I freed him, but I'm going to go murder him. Rode down there with his chariots. The Red Sea opened up. Washed him all the way. He went back home and was like, hey, look. And his wife was like, did you kill him? He's like, look, his God is God. The God freed the Jews. <laughs> uh, God, the, the, how we live our lives is based on how the Jews were free. Basically, the Ten Commandments, most of us, that's the, the mantra of how we live our lives. It was a special story. They're the chosen people. They're the, it's... It's closure. There's a villain, which is the Pharaoh in Egypt. There's a beginning, a middle, there's an end. It's over. They don't have to continue to hate vagueness. How we were freed, it was paperwork. If you read the Emancipation Proclamation, which is the, is, is, is the, is the, is the, uh, the document that freed the slaves, it's nothing but l making black people go to war. And in the third paragraph is like, hey, go to go report to something. Yeah, but and, and that war. I get it. We've talked about it many, many times. So how do we solve this? Because I'll tell you, there's no way for white people to solve it. That's, uh, that's, what, I, that's uh, what an uh, arrogant statement right there. No, but I'll tell you something because like uh, the average white person doesn't think of the slavery thing like you guys do. 
Of and, course you and, don't. And I know. And and as a white person, I can tell you, I just worry about my own struggles. I can give a crap. Yeah, but here's about why it's easy your struggles for you to or anybody do that. else because. I had it tough growing up. I my struggles were against the system. It wasn't a color, and as I continue to be uh, very successful in my life, I have a lot of people in my family that are still struggling, and that's what I focus my attentions on. If I, if I, I could give a crap about the slave thing, of course. Thing. If I punch you in your face every day, right? I, I and then I just stop. But that's why I don't but know if, how if, this ever works itself out. I'm gonna tell you how it works itself out. Because we got our own struggles. I can't be bothered with it's worrying about. It's easy for you letting that making that slave thing completely go away. It's me. It's easy for your skin color to move on. It's, but it's not it's easy. easy. I got for you. I, I got brothers that are still struggling because of the system, not because of slavery or anything. You're that talking crap. about personal experience. Well, that's what we all look but at. But this is not. This is bigger than personal experience. Well, you're not going to get Whitey's help on that. So exactly. How do, so how do we is, figure this out? This is why uh, ultimately we. You're not. This is what I'm saying. White people's idea that they're going to figure this out is the ultimate arrogance of it. Is that I'm doing my part to help. The only way no, I, we don't even think that the way. only way that black people are going to really move on is to find closure for ourselves. Right. Because we're not going to get it from. White All right. People so, again, how do we how do we get to that point? Who, how I, do you get I that don't point? know how. See, I got my thing is I got, again, personal experience. You're my friend. You know, you're my friend. It's like, but I don't I dislike white people, but I don't see you as a white dude. You're Norton. But I'm talking about what this country does and what your skin color is in this country and the things. And I don't, I don't, I can't. Nobody black is gonna relate to. Hey man, you know the system. It's like, yeah, what taxes or something else or something. I'm talking about oppression. I'm talking about a country who that, did but... something to a people who never ever said that this is wrong. Now, I live with the legacy of the skin, and you live with the legacy of the skin, and it's still that way. We have never mentally, it, it, for the color, never mentally been moved on. But this country, country has hasn't said it moved was wrong. on. The country has said yeah, it was more than, more than symbolically, the way things have changed in the last X amount of years. I'm not saying that, that a race is anything. What, we get but, stuff? Black presidents? Yeah, but it's not Come that, on, man. man. It's That's... not that. It's, it's the way people look at things. It's the interactions people have. You can't write it off as just... Like you painted it like all of a sudden, like all white people still think the same way. No, and uh, nothing has changed. No, and, and uh, or what has no, changed? Been, no, what changed? Like everything, uh, perceptions, the way people interact, people's desire just to live with each other and not have any of this crap that was going on for for all these years. That has changed a lot, and it hasn't been force fed. You can't just say that everybody who is pro Obama or who is pro all this stuff are being force fed uh, and reluctant. Uh, or looking at black people in a negative way. It's just not true. Let me ask you this. If do you agree it's getting better? Do I agree it's getting better? Yeah. I don't know. Did, I I'll mean, tell you why. We, were, I, we, were, we did a show on Friday. We're moving on from that. But we learned that, like, in your lifetime, you're in your early 40s or so, or getting there, right? So you went from, blacks went from not voting to having the first black president. Do you in understand... Your I'm just asking. But I'm saying, do you understand? Just, the slave thing's not even that, on my radar. But do you when understand? I, wake up. That I got I got my own issues. The uh, we understand things that, I worry that, about for that me everybody have their own personal issues. Right. And black don't. And, and here's the thing that that it's like that black people haven't moved on. We haven't moved on. We have moved on. It's the fact is that to really end it, 
we need closure closure mentally because this summer the congress did apologize formally well, you for slavery but you said it, it doesn't mean anything do you understand it a start is no it's not a start no because a white guy who a bunch of white guys who decide this was bad it it goes this is what i'm saying that you can do nothing about it cuz we have to go back in time to where the wrongness happened to where, like it it the wrong see you don't you, the, ultimately dude there's a feeling that black people have that's not going to be changed by apologies or money or anything it's a forgiveness that we don't have for the country that white people can say hey man I, I got my problems, we know, because that's human problems, issues. Your mama's sick, your feet hurt, we understand. I'm talking about, as a people, that this country has done nothing but wrong, and the people, I think in 1950, if there was a black candidate, he might have still won. If, in 1950, the Klan wasn't allowed to just beat somebody's ass at the voting booth. I think there have been enough people to vote a black president in then. I don't think, my thing is, the inside, the, how people feel, I don't care about the trinkets of just, here you go, here you go, here's a president, here's this. Doesn't that see the change? Look how far you've come. What? But it's not just that. It's not just that. That's the point I'm making. That, if that was the way everybody thought, you'd be right. But everybody is not looking at it like, here you are, child, take this. I under you don't want white I'm, paternalism. I'm hold on, hold on. You don't want white paternalism. And fair enough. Nobody would want that. It's insulting. But that's not the way it is for all people. And that's what I'm saying. You can't look at it like everyone is just looking at it like, well, here's your little gift. Slavery's over, pat on the head, take care, God yeah. That's not the way all people are looking at it. We're not again, I'm gonna say this one more time. It's not all people. We look this is what I'm saying, dude. The arrogance that white people put themselves anytime the word white is said that you would put yourself in a category not, to understand see how you understand the white point of view norton really, that yes. that hey this is not what we all this is it you gotta understand there's a new kind of racism man it's lying this is why i appreciate anthony you can't accept, but you can't say white and expect other white people to not react any more than if some people say black you're gonna react it's just it's you you can't paint it like where black people can react one way to the whole country and, and it can all feel the same thing because right. of their skin color, and yet you can criticize white people. And all, what, of course, white people are going to get react. But the, the color that we're talking about is the same color that messes with your family. When you say you have your problems and you're worried about your family and things, that's the white that black people are talking about. That's why black people are closer to having this racial thing end than white people because we live. We live in a country, Norton, okay, where really we've never felt like anything's changed. Even though, okay, you're allowed to do this is almost, it's insulting. But it's, right. it's, it's a generational thing. It's like we're living it, and I said this to Anthony too, in hindsight, this is going to be a blip on the radar. Like, oh yeah, that's when things were all of a sudden different. But in a real generational life, like we're living it real time. So it's not going to be finished in our lifetimes. But we're living it real time. It is happening relatively quickly. When you look where something happened, if you're living in the 40-year period, you're like, who cares? <clears throat> now I'm allowed to do this. Where's the internal Where's the internal change of all this? The internal. The, I'm not sure what you the, mean. the difference in your life. The difference that makes you go, 
damn, this is this was foul and move on. See, it's easy to move on when you're white. It's not easy to move on when you feel the same way in this country. And now the covertness of it is hard to you can't prove it before. All we did, all we could do was be re- relate to lynching dogs, hoses, and and, and 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 George Wallace. Now it's who me? I don't know. So basically, what we have left, like I said, Jews had Hitler and his mustache and his friends. We have the white. Color. I know. We you have got a color. I white. That. Well, That's it. All right, well, come up with a solution then. There's, there's the the one that's that's what forgive. I ask you today. It's well, generational. It's not going to happen now. It's a slow again. Five hundred years from now, people look back. They go, oh yeah, you know, in, in two thousand, they'll probably just call two thousand. Uh, all of a sudden, well, two thousand, they got a black president, and all, it, things will be different because you'll have a fifty or a hundred year span to look at it in real time when you're living something. Right. It seems like it's slow and nothing is. Two thousand. What is it? Longer than two thousand. That's a pretty good point Jimmy's making, by the way. Longer than longer you're, than two thousand years was Moses because uh, Jesus was 2000 years ago yeah. before that was the Moses was was the Old Testament it, it, uh, we got a break we got a break yeah, we'll yeah. go to break yeah, we'll, we'll continue back. the phones are lit uh, yes. you got them reacting today Patrice so we'll continue with this discussion <laughs> just a bit 8772120 and you're not going to get in now but maybe a little later yep. if you want to add to this opening and today we got the black version of Anthony in studio today holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> Gotta acknowledge that. Wow. I, for one, I'm a, I'm very excited Obama's the president. Just because I think he's the right man for the job. All right. Simple as that. And uh, we've discussed the black-white thing, and I'm, I'm sitting here really thinking about it. And I, I don't know what you could say to make me understand, because I just didn't... You I, can't. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't live this. I don't know anybody that... Let, I, me, ask, let me ask this to the ladies. Yeah. If, if there was a woman president, right? If there was a woman president... And uh, all women would just be proud to see that. As a woman, there's no way you couldn't be proud. Now, as a dude, you know, I dismiss women. Ah, shut up. But let's say you ask a woman, what's this mean to you? And wait, where have you come now? A woman will go, this is a start. This is this is definitely a start in the right direction. But there's a lot of things. Kind of like then, Jackie Robinson was Jackie a start. Robinson. And right. then I say to a woman, I go, what? A start? It's done. Shut up. Abortion? I don't want to hear about it no you more. You think the black president, it, a lot of white people are going to look at it like, all right, even Steven. Now what? Yeah. Where else? What else can you people complain right. about? If if they do, so what? What else? But so what if they do that? <laughs> what? That's what I mean. Ultimately, I don't like. Ultimately, your, I don't like your wife. No kidding, man. <laughs> I bend over backwards. Do you, do you really think uh, Whitey has it uh, easy in this country? I, I know Obie, you. I you know don't you, understand what I'm saying because you're saying that to me. But I know. Yeah, exactly. Because I know you think Whitey has it a lot easier. I know that. Being white probably makes it easier in this country. I'm not stupid, but it's still effing hard for us too. Okay, but at least you're not me. Uh, that's why I don't. I'll never you understand don't understa- this because I know the struggles that that I. I'll say it again that I have. My family has. I got. I got people in my family working two jobs trying to pay bills. That's all they care let's about. Let's go back to They don't give a crap what you or your people, your people, sorry let's to say go, like that, have been through. Let's go, back, our own problems. let's go back to where white people in this country were different from each other. What was that about? Stone Brain, 1901? Yeah. When there was WAPs, Mix, this, that, third, that, sure, blah, sure, blah. Sure, sure, sure. Ultimately, you would have understood then. 
But I'm you not living this, then. But, but see, this is what I'm, I'm saying. Now. I'm because in the, I'm of, in the here and now. But because you're not in the here and now. See, this is the thing. White people erase historical value from this country, and it's about moving on. Nobody says it's, to a Jew, it's not the it. Holocaust... But Patrice, get not, over it! But I'm I'm really trying to simplify this. It's not about it's not it's on. not it's, it's, it's our it's it's our day to day struggle for and I mean for me and my family and close friends. That's what I yes. care. That's my world. Because I can't be bothered and worry about what slavery has if, done to you. Are you Irish? You're Irish, right? I'm a mutt. I'm, seriously, I'm I'm everything. Let's say if your I'm, if I'm, your blood was Irish, if you was purebred Irish, and it didn't go into the direction of color where Irish people kind of feel superior. Polish people feel superior based on the color. The, historically, man, the color is the issue. Obama is not a black dude. He ain't a black dude. He's black by his skin color. Do you understand what this country is? It's based on color, and it's not going to change. As a white guy, you deal with things Right. That people deal with. What do you mean he's not a black you, dude, though? I'm not sure what you mean. He's not. Well, he's not like Flavor Flav. Dude, he, let me, oh, I'll tell you what. I watch D.L. Hewley's show. Oh, I'm being, he's not like a fl that's Flavor like Flav. That he's like, like, that's like saying John Kerry's not white because he's not, he's not, uh, you know like what I'm so, saying? Like, no, no, no. Not, no like it's not the same. I'm going to tell you why. Right? I'll tell you something. Black Africans, right? I, I, saw, I watched D.L. Hewley's show um, on CNN. And uh, he interviewed these Africans from Kenya. And Africans, you should have seen this interview. They, I got so mad because they took credit. See, Africa does not associate themselves with black America. They go, he is, he is the first generation Kenyan. What are you, D.L. Hoogley? Wouldn't even pronounce the name. Af Africans make me sick. D.L. Hoogley. I didn't even know this was going on. Yeah, exactly, because you're white. That's fine. And you don't need to know. Thank How you. would we I know? I don't need to know. Africans don't tell us anything. How would we know? <laughs> so, How many Mr. Africans do I know? Mr. Hoogley, Mr. Hoogley, you are here 70 generations, and look at what you did. Nothing. And look at, wait, we import. <laughs> don't we, tell me no, the we, we export. <laughs> we export. Presidents to your country, Africans embrace this as him. He's not meaning this. Uh, Jesse Jackson's son would be the black president. Now Obama is the black president because of skin, oh. not because of 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 history, historic value. And wow, this dude is black. And I don't mean he's he's black like he don't have rhythm or something. The dude is half white. Half African. He's seen, but he's seen again. It's all perception. He lives as a black male. Thank you. He's seen That's as a I'm black. Saying. We're male. saying the same I, thing. I know, I know. But I'm saying is, you're looking at the internal stuff. But he is seen as as a black man in this country's eyes. And this country said he's a black. They're not looking at it like Jesse Jackson's son. Right. Well, he's blacker or more black American. He's half can. We, the, the country looked at a black guy with the name Barack Obama and said, we like Don't this guy. Don't forget the Hussein But you know what I mean? It was like, we like this guy. We want him to be our president. And I, I know that sounds cheesy. I'm not saying it erases everything, but it is what it is. It and is what not, it is. Not but all... that's what my problem is. I guess I'm being utopian about it. Is the is what it is to me is very scary because ultimately the only thing that can keep slavery from happening again. I, I was talking to my mother like, hey, ma, what if. What if uh, they just the country just decided to go? Hey, look, we don't have enough money. We need free labor. Sorry, 
uh, black folks, we, we got to reinstitute slavery. Now, ultimately, hypothetically, that's so, that's ridiculous. Of course it is. But why is it? Based on what is that ridiculous? Other than, oops, uh, it's not going to happen. But if they needed free labor to build this country up again in terms of, for its money, and they said, black people, we have to reinstitute slavery. Ridiculous. What would happen? What it's are, ridiculous yeah, based we, on the idea what, what we that gonna, it's ridiculous. What are we going to do with all the Mexicans then? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. That's what Sorry, I mean. Mexicans. We I'll, have to, do, we have to, we have to joke that. I'll tell you why it's ridiculous. We have to. No, you know, I'll tell you why it's ridiculous. Because the world's a different place. Information is. Is that why it's ridiculous? Because the world, you meaning, think the world meaning different? slavery. Let's be honest. Okay. When it happened, was happening all over the world. It was happening. It was accepted all over the world. It does happen maybe in Sudan in certain places. It's not an acceptable practice in the world now. Now, the word you said is acceptable, Jim. See, yes. this is what I mean. This is my thing. Well, everything is, and this is acceptable or unacceptable. It's acceptable behavior. You could beat your kids. When I was growing up, you, your parents could beat the dog doo-doo out of their kids. That was acceptable. Why did they stop? Some parents still want to beat the dog doo-doo, throw their kids through a window. And they stop because beating your kids is done socially. But my thing is... I would love it to feel done. I, I I would I don't want somebody to think that by the graces of like I'm lucky you by the graces of not God or the graces of not anything bigger than uh, a group feeling like they're giving other things to another group. Do I want that? That's change? always the way it will be numerically. Then you can't you put you're putting it into a no win situation because the bottom line is unless there are an even number of people in a country, if you want to look at it like that, that means any time in any country that the smaller group is not enslaved by the larger group, that it's simply a bunch of bullcrap and they're being polite. It doesn't make sense that way. That's, right. that's not the reality. That doesn't say that the world is a different place. Like, I know women are happy that guys don't run around like caveman days and just hit them on top of the head and drag them with their hair. But I think... Like, I think that like, could come back someday? Dude, his, this is my, my analogy that... Because my girl called me a black supremacist Like when we was watching. She was like, you're, you're just the same as the rest of them. She's going to be talking to her at the wedding. Black supremacist. You're a black supremacist. <laughs> But I felt it took but you know, her understanding as a woman to get it. It's like this. If you come in the house, right, and you beat your wife, right. punch her in the face every day. Yeah. And she stands there, right, and you just that's the part of life. You can beat her ass and the nothing she can say. One day you come in and you don't punch her. She don't say nothing. She's just not getting punched. She's like, whew. Then a month goes by, you just stop punching her. Then one day you come in with flowers. You give her flowers. And then she goes, you have a moment. You go, um, why did you... She goes, why did you stop punching me? And you go, eh, you know, a lot of my friends was getting arrested for punching their wives, so I didn't want to get arrested. I just didn't punch you in your face no more. And and she goes, what? Wait a minute. The only reason you stop punching me is because you might get in trouble for doing it. And ultimately, I know you're not getting punched, but the idea that someone's not... The, there's, it's not a heartfelt thing, and but then, that's how most people stop doing. That's stuff. the original stop. That's right. the original stop. And then twenty years later, if husbands all over are still not <laughs> punching their wives, right? The wives can't go. You're only not hitting me, so you don't go to jail because it goes beyond that, where it's like all husbands. But you know what? You're not supposed at, to do that. At, di here's the point. It's still at the mercy of social acceptance. Numerically, it will always be that then. Then you put it into a situation where, you, where no one can win because that's a numerical game. And that's why I'm saying white people have no way to help. 
It's only, and I don't know the answer because I want to forgive. And what I mean by forgive is when a white dude says, hey, man, you know, hey, you're, you're really articulate or you, 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 you're smart. I want to go thanks, Where dude. But in me, I go, Where? Wait, will you validate my intelligence, Cracker? I'm better than like you. You didn't think that there was a, you didn't think Obama was going to win. You thought he had no shot. No and shot. And then all of a sudden, you Until start, I start reading. And then you start, okay. I and remember then, the call. You're like, I think this guy has a real shot. Because of the electoral vote. Now, I'm very happy. I'm very happy he won the popular. Yes. Because if he didn't win the popular and he won the electorate, like I said, white people, when, when the answers... You think you got the answers? We'll change the questions. They but would have changed the electoral that vote. That didn't happen. What happened was he got the majority. He got a good majority Thank of the vote. God. But he did. And he got the electoral. It was a completely legitimate. It was a fairly, I mean, it was a pretty overwhelming compared to where the elections have gone. McCain even said in his concession, he said, and the country has spoken. They've <laughs> spoken clearly. I mean, it was, it was a beating. That is what. See, how I felt at McCain, watching McCain's acceptance speech. He was great. I mean, concession speech. McCain was great with that. How I felt was what is what it'll take for me to forget is like to see somebody that a white guy old white man just something about him just felt like he he wanted to go i'm sorry i'm sorry he it looked like he wanted to go look man i knew he was better going in i would have voted for him if i didn't have to go through this nonsense of being mr old white man this guy is better and you know it, and I know it. Yes, but that's typical politics. Like that's that wasn't a typical political yes, speech. No, no, no. But the booing, eh, they always do that. Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. always boo. When you mention the opponent in the concession speech, what? No, they always always every concession uh, speech. It's always the guy like you know everyone. Yeah, my opponent ran a better campaign. Boo! Go okay. back in history. That, everyone, dude. You're every every me, time we elect you, a new president, fellas, that, I'm going to go with you guys on this. This is what I'm saying to bring it to what I'm what I want to feel. I don't want to feel like they booed the black guy. Recently. They didn't boo the black guy. But do they you didn't understand? They, they were booing that they changed. They were booing that their feelings. They were booing that their guy they worked so hard for is not going to be the problem. Feeling and look, they believe in him and his policy. That's, that's what you say. I'm telling you, right? That's they do it every election. That's what you say. You really election. Your paranoia. I I don't what? understand I, that. I, 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 it's paranoia. You dismiss paranoia. paranoia. Fair enough. Hold on. That bully is. Here's the saying. Just because Hold I'm on. paranoid don't mean somebody ain't trying to kill me. You're right, right but that Patrice, bully. Let me tell you something. You're paranoia, and, and I don't understand because I don't live your life. I so don't see it that way. Don't see it that way. But do you, you understand? Do. You see I'm it that way, and my... I don't. And I see it right, differently. That's why be... I want to see it differently. That's my to whole me, thing. To me, it was so obvious they were booing because their man did not. When they booed McCain they when Obama mentioned him, you they just, do that. You white, white. Th uh, this country. Let me stop saying white. No, no, forget what this black and white. This country dismisses every, black people's feeling every, as paranoia. When they, but just because white right, people you know dismiss what? black people's pe feelings of paranoia, Find out it, if it doesn't mean that they never are. The same you know, thing I do. It doesn't mean Wait, that just, they never are. They boo every concession right. speech. Right. Let me Everyone, hold on, hold on. Let me jump in. Guy. Let me jump in. They boo the other guy. You're 100 percent right by me saying you're paranoid by by uh, saying that you're 100 percent right. I said it the wrong way, but I'm just saying like I saw it one way, you saw it another way. To, to, but to not see to, that to, booing, to, call, to say that you're paranoid, paranoid over that, I, you know what? Maybe that is going a little. Can we far. can we go can we go to the OJ verdict? What did no, you? Wait, dude, no, 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 real one, quick. What did you feel, Norton? What did you feel? Black, was going on with black people when that verdict was read and they, we was running. I thought we, they were insane. Originally, because I was. It was 1994. You're talking 14 years ago. 
I personally have gotten more knowledge and understand things a little better. But in '94, I'm like, they're going, they're 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 cheering them. I did not understand and on why any level where that was coming from. We all did it at the same in, time. In the, it was like, well, now we got a cell phone call. In the moment, cheer right in now. the moment you look at it, you're asking what I thought about. It. In the moment you look at it, like I was actually shocked how naive I was. I was shocked that he was acquitted. But when you when you look at it, like yeah. all right, black people are all cheering for this. Internally, you know that there's not a bunch of people cheering that a lady got her throat cut. It's like, eh, that didn't make any kind of sense because the reaction was too immediate, and it was too a hundred percent and a hundred percent this way. Um, and then you realize, like, you know, as, as you get over the shock of the acquittal, because it was, it really was a, a case where the guy was obviously guilty. Mm -hmm. um, all right, well, they're cheering. I figured they were cheering for Cochran more than anything, and the fact that uh, a, a guy like Cochran outslicked. Like, like, almost like this is what it feels like. Like, do you get it now? This is what it feels like for it to be so obvious and still go wrong. Wait, you really th thought they were cheering for Cochran back then? Uh, not in the moment I didn't. When it was first happening, it was an anger or it was a shock. Because I really was shocked that he was acquitted. Again, we've never had a trial that we all watched right. day to day like this. Right. This, you know, no one's ever seen a murder trial unfold so completely on television like a soap opera. So we all kind of knew what happened. And then for it to go the other way, I wasn't thinking like what, what racially. And and then as time went on, I was like, that, that's you know what, what it was. I was and, and so no, confused. You're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent right. I was so confused by that. I was like, what? It, it made me try to get more knowledge because I was like, I didn't understand it in the slightest why they were cheering. Did not understand. What, what, what you guys? You now education makes you able to think. And be logical. Sometimes reading doesn't help you be logical. I don't like people who read. Like some people think because they read something and they recite what they read back to you that that makes them wonderfully intelligent. Right. I, I like people who think. So you got your in intelligence and then you went and thought about it. I, I tried, yeah. Because obviously what was going on that I was naive to that uh, the, the black man. Was uh -huh. being screwed over in the judicial system. I had how no idea. can white people not? I had this, no is idea. How, this is how. In 94, I had no effing idea that was going I don't on. Like this it. is how wonderfully lucky from. this country is. Because guess what? I read a bunch of articles after that. I went, wow, all right, this is where this is coming from. I, I'm not sure if I, like, agreed, but I'm like, okay, at least I have more knowledge on why the reaction was such. Can you believe, like, Anthony, I heard him talk about, the, uh, uh, he the president now, nah, right? I heard that one. And I'm like... We laughed at him for and that It's one. hilarious. Because I, I, I mean, Jimmy and I live in New York. I... I have to say it again, you know, some of the hardcores will kill me on this one, but I am not seeing what Anthony is. Why seeing. would any white person I'm just not seeing it. Understanding the history, which means a lot of white people don't need to know the history of this country. Don't need to know. So why would any white person who didn't know any history not have a you have to read books and learn about the history of this country to say, you know what? Damn, all they're doing is saying Obama now for what this country did? That's all they're doing. They can't have that one. I don't, dude. I don't want to get white people. Your record is a million and oh. I don't want to get away from the fact that you were talking about the booing, because yeah, that, as much as what you're saying, a lot of what you're saying is very correct, and I know it's correct. But that is like when you're looking at something that way, and you're going into that extreme of it, you are looking at it wrong. And exactly. But I'm admitting it, Norton. I want to be able to. I want to be. See, there's been enough black mayors who've done some really ridiculous things. Uh, 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 Kwame, uh, the one in Newark, Sharp James, Sharp James uh, 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 Marion Barry smoking crack. There's been some black mayors who've done enough things to where if a white mayor's running against a black guy, I go, eh, hey, 
it's a I'm, it's just has to be enough black people doing enough things for me to give back people white people the benefit of the doubt well, and it's hard to do. Well, that's what I was saying the other day. We were talking about this. And the bottom line is presidential elections are once every four years. It's going to be a historical view. It's not going to happen in any lifetime. Yeah, Say that's... 200 years from now, when they look at a 100-year block of time, we have 25 more elections after this Obama election. Uh, let's just say of the 25 elected presidents, six are black. 19 or white. Well, let's be. Well, five, okay, five and 20, however you want to look at it. What, they five out of 20 will be black presidents? Let's, let's say Hell over the next 100 no. years. Hell no. Here's what, here's what 100 years is going to be. One of these things is no, not no, no. like the other. In 100 years, you're, you're, you're wrong. There's going to be you a Jewish be, Of course there will be. be five a out Jewish out of president? In 100 years? The way the, the the global economy is all becoming one? This, and, this, yes. this world hating Jews. They hate Jews. For ten thousand years, I understand that. But look, where, look at look at the, the high level like, guys like Bloomberg and guys like uh, uh, Lieberman. I, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. And once it happens once, like you said, it's not as big a deal anymore. In a hundred years, will they look back and say that there were f four or five black presidents in a hundred year period from this point? No, absolutely, no. absolutely. You think the next there'll be five presidents in a hundred five black presidents in a hundred years? Uh, out of 25 elections. Are you out your mind, Norton? Why not? Why Patrice? not? It's not going to happen. I, 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 why not? If Obama is, is, a, a, does, is, is a, a good president and it just becomes... A, would you have thought that way there was going to be X amount of black mayors or X amount of, uh, like you said, the first one, X amount of black players or X amount of black anything. <laughs> once it happens once, like you said, the first one is symbolic. Yeah, then, uh, then it just becomes something that is a part of the country. All right, fair enough. I uh, wish I could be a vampire to know. I really wish you know, I That's know. not even being that positive. Saying five elections or you want to go four out of the next hundred years i think the possibility is right it's there, not a man. crazy it's not a crazy thought Patrice. at all dude this is this is again i'm gonna say to you guys i really this is this is why i i exhume you from responsibility i really want to feel that way i can think that way and i can agree with logic but we're talking we're, i'm in the middle of being a reasonable logical person and feeling how I feel. All right. So, and I'm telling so you how says, says, you feel. He says five presidents in the next hundred years will be black. How many do you think? None. No, we're gonna go hundred years I'm without another black president. I'll tell you why. Because here's my theory on what the racial problem is gonna be. This is what my problem is with this. One, I'm telling you, there's an internal healing that has to happen. There has to be some in internal stoppage to this external th things it doesn't see here's the thing i don't think like sports is different sports you go hey man that n-word can run fast and we need somebody who can run fast on a team hey man this that and the third but in terms of okay this black man is the best to run this country right now that would have to say that internally that this country will change in a hundred years i don't i don't Think it to be so. You also didn't think Obama was going to win. No, and then, not and then, the and, day before. And now that he right. has won, you're still finding reasons as to why it's like. Do you do you feel it? Do you understand? I have to stop you every time. There's a there's an arrogant white statement, and I'm not. Let me let me finish this. Without maliciousness, that is an arrogant statement that I'm still finding. Reasons you are dismissing. You, you no, I'm not. You're, you're jumping on the, the first part of the sentence I used, meaning you're still finding reasons as to why it's all negative. And so, but, yeah, but you, really you, 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 you rigged the you game really in your own mind, Patrice. You rigged the game in your own mind. Well, first, the guy's not going to win. He can't win. <laughs> right. And then he wins, 
and you you have no change of thought whatsoever. It's almost like okay, but at least you, you, that's not an arrogant. You statement. know what made me think he had a chance to win hmm. is the last ditch effort. B Osama, I mean uh, Osama, Barack Hussein, Hussein Obama. Obama running for president. Right, black dude. Father left his home. Right, smoked, did coke, all the whole thing. The last ditch effort the day before, which made me what made me believe is that white people or or the Republicans thought he was going to win because his last ditch effort was his poor black auntie yeah. in Boston. I said, this dude this is going to win president. the Republicans because they all they got. They knew he was going to win that. I think the Republicans all along were worried he was going to win. I think that's why they put a 72 year old guy instead of one of the young future of the Republican parties against him. I think they knew he was virtually... They didn't want to lower someone's stock. Yeah, like a guy like Mitt Romney, which I is somebody who's like more stock. I think politically that they, they realize it's time. It's, there's going to be a black president. McCain and that moron from Alaska, that's right. who they throw right. out there. Right. I think they knew that he was virtually unbeatable, and he would only damage any young, great Republican. But when you say he threw him out there, that means... But he had to be voted to be the representative of the Republicans. No, but I, I still think the Republicans understood... Uh, on some level that this guy and again, I don't think anybody said look he's unbeatable let's but I think everybody looked at Obama You think psychologically that some of this stuff's going on. I, I believe I so. think everybody looked at this guy and just saw what he was and saw this this JFK vibe He had to him and know this guy is going to be because he has no record Well, yeah, that hurts him because he's inexperienced But it also hurts him because there's very little to attack like if you're gonna run one of your young really hot Republicans Give him four years and then at least you have a record you can go after there's no record. All you're going after now is Obama as this iconic figure, which he was before he... And I think they intuitively understood that. I really do. He All seemed right. like an unbeatable guy. Look, these phones are just... They're just chomping. And we we got to get a break. We yeah. just can't get to them, which is... We'll try after the break. You all right? What? You all right? What'd you call me? I said, you all right? Oh, I thought he called me in... Oh, my bad. No. Just are you crazy? It, it's only what everybody's thinking. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm still a comedian. Look at that. I would never do it to your face. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what do you think? I'm stupid? I might buy, be wow. naive about black culture, but I know when to yeah. say it and when not to. I was ready to call him Patrice the mind reader. Opie and Anthony. For the record, I uh, invited Patrice to my wedding, so... I um, I, I should be arriving about three three. I'm gonna give you your own table though. <laughs> I might give you a, a table with my uncle Tom. Oh Jesus! I really do have an uncle Tom, so I'm getting a new tent uh, just to drive into Philly that day. Nice. The other thing is Opie uh, and Anthony, by the way, Jim Norton. Discussion. Yeah. And so people don't understand how many how many black people and white people get along like in Las Vegas. Like there's a comedy festival, right? I happen to be doing a show. Jimmy, not now. But it's important. Wow. It's about race. <laughs> <laughs> Next Friday at seven o'clock, I'm doing the comedy festival, Caesar's Palace. It's not about that. Or my AC dates in January. You want to go see me in Atlantic City? Go ahead. But it's about racial healing, and that's what I'm trying to talk about. Not me. Oh my God, the phones are lit. So. I think Patrice is hoping for something that just obviously isn't going to happen in your lifetime. Not from white people. Because we were talking about it during the break. but uh, Nothing you can do. Just stay what you are, We've come folks. a long way. Remember I told you about Geraldo and, and what they would have? It, it would. Here, oh, that's what I wanted to say and I forgot. Yeah. It, it, it's like we all realize that there's race and racial problems and racial issues in this country. But the only people who ever say and admit that they have racial feelings 
is black people. I can't find I agree. an intelligent white person who admits to being racist. I agree. So when I watch Geraldo, it would always be, remember back in the day Geraldo had his show, it would always be a frothing at the mouth cracker yep. versus uh, Dr. Leroy Smith, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the head of psychology at, at Negro and... University, discussing race with a guy that goes, you know what? You know why we're better than you? Because yep. you get sickle cell anemia, and we don't. Not just a smart white guy who, who, is, who is like, yeah, a regular person who will go, yeah, black people. Uh, I agree with you, yet you annoy me sometimes. Yeah, yeah I just right. a great, there's no gray area no. white person where it's like, it's either you're a crazed lunatic or I don't see color. I couldn't agree more. Yes. Rainbows. I couldn't agree more. It sickens me. Liars. That's what the problem is. Black people got over it quite well. We're getting over it despite everything. We're doing quite fine. Let me ask you something, Patrice. Uh, you got two Obama supporters in studio today. All right. Why do you think we uh, support Obama? I don't know. Tell me. No, no but he's asking, asking your opinion. Uh, why do I What's think you opinion? support Obama? Because you're rational and you're... And education. Because I, I feel guilty. You're or no, no, I don't think you feel guilty. You know why? Again, we're talking, it's just like the money we might make in this business. When you explain it to somebody who works hard, and if you complain and go, oh, man, I made this much last week, and you complain, the average square is going to go, I'll kill you if you complain about that kind of money. But it's the same thing with what we do. We're honest for a living, Opie. You, where we, we have, we attach ourselves mentally to our feelings. A lot of people don't have the ability to attach rationale and reason to their feelings. And that's what makes them what they are. I'm trying to be logical along with how I feel. That's how I'm able to function. If I was only emotional, there'd be problems. Real problems. Worst problems than I have now. So why I think you and Norton did is because you live, you, you try to live as honest as you can. And so for you to lie about how you might feel about Obama means you'll lie about anything and your whole stilo is not to lie. But look at what you do for a living every day for five hours. You're trying to be honest about things. So you're not setting yourself up to be a hypocrite and you're not political. That's why I think you two voted for him. And I'm not saying that every other white person voted for him for something different. But I'm saying when you're not... I didn't vote, by the way, just I didn't for the either. record. You didn't? No. no, I didn't. I didn't. No, but I didn't. you, you let it with. Why do you think we voted for him? We uh, I, he means supported. Supported, supported him. Yeah. yeah if you voted for him, <laughs> I think you yeah. might support him because of that. Because you're rational and 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 despite whatever you might have felt, you would have you could make a decision based on 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 being reasonable. And I don't think everybody has the ability now, to be reasonable. I think more do than you think, though. I, you're right. Not everybody doesn't, but I think more do than you think. But I do agree with that frothing at the mouth racist. And even as a white guy, it is hard to pull out of other white people other any racial feelings at all. And I know racial is the good word. See, every time you hear race with white people, they think it's racist. racist. Racial, but racial exists. Having racial fears I think it is okay. With it happens. But you have a lot of white people who admits it. Not many people. You're right. I'm white people on that. don't admit it. That, no. And I see it on stage by their, oh, and it makes me nuts. Whenever you mention racial fear or racial discomfort, because everybody has moments mm -hmm. of it, they interpret it as I'm a racist if I admit that. And what you just said right. is what I'm talking about yeah, with agree. this election is a bunch of people who can go, oh, oh, you don't, oh, we just got voting.
Aww. We got to come up with a, a different word because racial is too close to racist, and that's yeah. my problem. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm. I'm, I'm t- but you voted for Obama because he's black. Uh, you pretty much admitted yeah, that on I the didn't show. Vote either, but yeah, yeah. If I went on stage... Because I just want to see it. If you went on stage, Patrice, as a black comic in front of a white audience, you'll tell white people they annoy you, and they'll laugh. And if I went on and said, you know, black people annoy me sometimes, white people would be very uncomfortable. Black people would probably be much more... And here's why I set myself up to try to not be a hypocrite, because I hate... I used to have arguments with, with, with white comics all the time, and I used to go, look, I try to approach it without it being taken advantage of white guilt. Right. I try to make it real and try to make myself a villain sometimes. And you see me perform. I try to make myself a villain so that it, I'm not endearing so that when I say it, that white people can be upset. Rousing success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. By the way, for the record, because Anthony's not here, uh, when you ask him why... McCain, he would say because, you know, he believes in McCain's policies over Obama. Of course. I'll say, but yeah, but there's but one. I'm just saying. Ant know. is valid when he talks about. And, and he could back it up because he starts spewing some stuff. The NRA, he's a big NRA guy. And look, right. Obama's tax policy, it's like, yeah, it is a big thing, though. He wouldn't be this animalistic. Probably not, right. If it was a white guy that won. But he'd be closer to this animalistic I guarantee. Than you think. How long you guys been working together? Four, uh, 14. Eight Four, years for me. 14 years. Yeah, we started with the OJ uh, thing. Clinton was in office for six years. Mm-hmm. Eight, eight, eight years. Eight. And no, no, six years oh. at that time, meaning six more years Clinton was in office during that time. Was he ever out of his mind like he is now? And there's a Democratic no, president. We didn't really. He didn't make the money back then either. We, uh, we, yeah, we've, we've grown over the years. We didn't talk politics back in 94. But now his Democrat. growth is based on saying uppity N words that we've, that he's goofy enough to think that black people, what? Here's the thing. In all fairness, don't you think we just give a a black dude who doesn't know any better, give him that? In all fairness, like Ant's not here. He'll have a lot to say about this tomorrow. But what we need to do is get you both in studio at the same time to Uh, really have at it. No, that's a good point. But because it's not fair to, it's easy, you know. No, you're looking at an empty mic over there. So that's well. What the hell? I've been listening to. I understand, but I. I, you, we got to give him this guy, the opportunity to say what he's saying. You know, the uppity N-word, hey. she bumped into me, and how dare she? I, I, it's white entitlement, but you still won't say you racist, you liars. That's a good point about uh, if the guy is yelling, Obama's president. Like, that's just... And he's goofy. It's such a he haunting, he, silly he, thing. Exactly. But you know what that is? Not defending that kid, but I'm going to say that the dude... He would have found any way. He would have been like, he would have said, Jesse Jackson bought new shoes. Yeah. It just is something yeah, that right. you can go, he's breaking ah, white, he's busting your balls, right. the black president. Let me, uh, we're going to go yeah. to the phones because these guys have been holding some for, a while. for over an hour. And I, I'm going to do it this way, Patrice, because, uh, you know, I'm I'm a smart Radio show host, I could, I could like, you know, unleash. I no, yeah, I could, I could just pick the call. Wait, how many? If I wanted to. Exactly. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go from top to bottom. Do you think? Whatever man. we get, we get. Okay. I got a stick. I'll poke you with. <laughs> back. <laughs> back. Shut up. Shut up. Down. Boy. Let's start with Dave in Illinois. Dave, what's up, buddy? Yeah, hey, how you doing, man? Hi, Dave. Um, Good. Patrice. Yeah, it is. You, you think that? I, I'm getting the vibe from you. That you uh, it, it's the same that. vibe I'm getting from your voice, by All the right. way. Go. Give him a shot. I'm going to yeah. give him a shot, but no, you can. Uh, I already I, smell it. I'm not stacking the deck. We're going from top go to ahead. bottom. Do Let's go, thing. Dave. Do yeah, your thing. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is that you believe that any white guy that voted for 
voted for McCain and they were against Obama had it had some kind of racial undertone for doing so. You know what, Dave? You believe that? Dave, Dave, you believe let me ask you a question. Dave, Dave, let me ask you a question. I said in this room, I don't want to feel that way. But I don't. I do not think that that was the case, and I really don't feel that was the case. But for the most part, I'm generalizing you, Dave. I am grouping you in with all That's of not you. Fair. Oh, is it not, Mr. White Man? Do you hear yourself? Do you hear white people? All right. Do you hear fairness? But that's I. I it's it, not fair. Nine out it's of, not easily nine out. Fair. But Patrice, easily nine out of ten guys would say exactly what Dave yeah. just said. Easily. Yeah. Because no, we don't. We don't. His name is Dave. He's not. We don't. Fair. He's not Uncle Dave Sam. He's that. Dave. He's just a guy from Illinois. Nine out, nine out of ten would say that. Do you get what I'm saying? No. This how dare fairness so what be we, a part no, of white people's so, speech? So what's not fair as far as you're concerned, Patrice? Because when you say the same statement when it comes to stuff, here's the here's the what I mean about it's not fair. Mm -hmm. He's 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 saying that me, my generalizing of white people is not fair. He's right, but it's not fair. It's, that's what I'm. <laughs> but like, here's the thing, and I've always said this on the news, and it's a gameplay. It's it's hilarious to me. Is that when they go, oh. Three black men robbed a Walmart and shot yeah, and they, raped everybody. They and then, rarely say black men. But anymore, yeah. but it, but when a they black guy does do something, it. it is held over all of our heads. Even though even though it may not count against, but the country makes it feel like all black we got to defend ourselves. But when let's say let's say the green let's say Gary whatever is a Gil, whatever the Green River Killer you probably know his name Norton I forgot his name but I, I the do. Green River Killer in Seattle killed fifty hookers. Right. Ultimately, one guy killing. 50 people of the same thing, we should be looking at that person as, oh boy, it's more likely that this is, or John Wayne Gacy, if I'm a young white dude, I should be looking at any chubby white guy and go, he might choke me and put me in a cubby hole in his house. But so why don't one you? black dude, why don't you? this is what I'm saying, it's all, one black dude does something, it's we all have to go to the defense. I'm tired of defending Black criminals. I don't want to, but but it's ultimately it's it comes out to be a racial charge with white people. They can't just make it not racial. But don't forget. Wait, Why don't, should we not? Hold on. Give us a little serial killer example. Don't forget uh, John Muhammad and and the other guy, the uh, the uh, the snipers. The snipers. Most people are not looking at black people like potential snipers. Not when at it all. comes or not at all. Or uh, it's still not. You know why? Because that's not really Timothy Spencer is another uh, uh, across. Uh, is a serial killer, black serial killer. He raped and killed white women. What about that bad boy in Atlanta? What I'm saying is serial killers are a weird one, man. Like I, When you look at someone who's doing such an anomaly, a guy that rapes and commits a murder is connectable to people, but a serial How killer... How about mass office killers? Yeah, okay, fact I, I, should, I should be looking at most white dudes. I should be looking at what you do mentally to uh, E-Rock. I should always come in here and be like, oh boy, E-Rock could snap today and shoot us all. I could, I could feel that way. That whole thing, by the way, is turning around. He's becoming one of ours. One of us, finally. <laughs> one of ours, please. One of us. I'm, I'm saying the anger. That, yeah. what, when he said it's not fair, this is what I mean, the detachment. Well, just the shows. arrogance of white people for him to say to me, because I grouped you in and generalized you, 
It ain't fair. But I don't Are think that's... Are you out your skull? I think the, you're, you're misinterpreting that as arrogance, man. I don't think he's being arrogant. I think he really is looking it's at It's not like, malicious. That's what... When I cut you off before, when you said something, and you said, let me finish, I didn't get to the... It's because I... I there's, is a, there's a maliciousness that I don't... One thing I'm going to say, not, not all white people... Are maliciously but all, racial, but that might not. But just because it's a condition, but you can't just say that because he's not being malicious, he's still arrogant. He might not be arrogant. He might not be malicious or arrogant. Yeah, I agree. You're not with that. separating. You're not breaking it down enough. You're saying that whenever a white guy feels something isn't fair, according to race, right. or, or or says, "Hey, that's not kind of cool," he's being arrogant. I wish I could look at white guys' plight and go. The plight of the white man. Not even a plight, though, but just a guy but going, hey, man, that's not fair that you what, think that way. Look at racially, the, the tipping of the scales racially is not based on black people's relationship with white people. It's based on white people's relationship with white people. It's a civil war between N-word lovers and racists. Like, it's it's the right and the left, and, and white people are always discussing how we feel. That's what I'm saying. We In this country, we're like dogs to this country we don't we don't have our own feelings we don't know how to feel we don't know how to rationalize we're just crazy uh calm down paranoid crazy black man let us figure out your problems that's what i'm saying this it's not malicious it's just what white people are arrogant they don't want to hear it no more that's all it is i'm telling you being from where i'm from what i know is covert non non-aggressive racism the racism you cannot prove and that's what we living with now that's why i'm saying all of this is nonsense to me because i i don't feel anybody change that's all i'm saying all right, so where does the line go between racism you can't prove and covert racism racism institutionalized racism which i agree with you it exists i don't uh, it's 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 but, like but everybody bit. feels bill o'reilly's a racist but, no, 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 but can right. you prove it but where does where does that line and and the line where it's like I, I, I'm black and I'm misreading this. Mm -hmm. Almost like there, there is a line where you're black and you're misreading something. Okay, give me an example of you think that black people just misread something about how white people. That bullying right there was a great example of of, of misreading the. If, if had had I not seen that in every single concession okay. speech, I would have thought, my God, that bullying this like that was. And that comes from education, and I wasn't. It educated on on that issue, I took it as how I felt at the time, right. and watching McCain, and what I said, it had a lot to do with McCain, the way he said, the way he looked, it looked like he was like, don't do, why, don't do this, it looked, it didn't look phony like this is what he's supposed to do, it looked like a disappointed man in that reaction to the people that represent him because it just wasn't right. I think when he saw them booing, he again, it was almost like, nah, don't do the typical thing now. Not don't boo the, like that was the typical thing yes. to boo. Don't do, don't do that don't now. Don't do what don't, we always do. I think he was, Not now, this is a bigger I thing. I think he was playing his role in that whole thing. I think he appreciated that people were booing. No, I, I don't. I, I, I think because I think because McCain still believed all the way to the end that he was the better guy. I think he's his too genuine. So when, speech, when you got your supporters speech, going boo, I, I think you're up there going, oh, that's kind of cool. I, but I felt that guy on his concession speech. I did too. Dude. I felt that dude. And oh he, yeah, he after just felt like when he finally got to really say what he wanted to say, it was a, it was a great speech. I, I, I really got to go to the phones. These okay, guys are okay. killing okay. the talk. Let's uh, go to Eric in Cleveland. Eric, uh, first off, oh, I got to tell you, I'm a black. I'm black. I didn't vote Yuck. for Obama. I felt that Obama was bad for the country. And I got to tell you, Patricia, I'm ashamed of you even being black with me, simply due to the fact that I, I'm listening to you and this garbage that you're spewing out. We're, we're Americans first. 
for Americans first. I understand that people have gone through a lot of hardship and a lot of agony to get to where we're up. But everybody has. Chinese, Irish, Italian, black. We all have gone through something. Our, our job is basically to get there and do what we're supposed to do. And, and, Can I tell you something? I'm going to tell you something right now. White people right think you're hilarious. White people are like, who is this goofy guy? Your white wife and your white friends. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you. I will tell you this. You said you're ashamed that I'm black. I'm, you're ashamed of how I feel. You're ashamed of how I feel is what you're saying. What you're saying is you're ashamed. As a matter of fact, you you insulted me to get your point across. And I'm telling you, I'm sharing my feelings with you. And you haven't even shared a feeling. Do you feel like this country's racial? Do you feel like this country's racial? People, you're one of these black person? people. Let me tell you who you are. You're I a black person. You're a black person who doesn't eat watermelon in front of white Wait, people. Patricia, That's who you are. Yeah, let him answer. It's a good question. Wrong. Wrong. First off, you are right. I don't like watermelon. Exactly. Exactly. You don't like nothing that right. makes you I think you that, that yeah. you're the I black way that white people present you. Are hypocritical. Hypocrite. Who's hypocrites? Obama was a. Black Republican uh -huh. would have never got in. If that's an absolute lie. Colin Powell would have been the president. Matter of fact, when I heard, I'm going to tell you something. Colin Powell, Colin Powell sound more presidential supporting Obama than Obama did. He sounded like an idiot because all he could say was that Bill Obama was black and that's why he supported him. Not on his ideas, not that's on his concepts. Mind. Until we decide that this country is far more important than our whole race aspect. I, I love this country. I love this country. I, wanna, I want that guy to, and Patrice asked a good question. I want to, Patrice, you asked this guy a good question. I didn't hear his answer about uh, what do you think is racial about the country. I would like to hear his response because I didn't hear that. What was the question you asked him? I, I, it was something about what... Yeah, do you think this country is racial? Of course it's racial. So that means you, but you sound like you've you've made it despite the racism in this country, correct? Like every other race. Like every other race. Every other race. As including myself that I make it despite how this country treats us. I'm not saying so? that we, this isn't an excuse. This country treats us like garbage, dude. And and, and for and you to say it doesn't, does this like does garbage. this country treat black people like garbage? Everybody like garbage. Are you, oh, really? That's what right. white person got treated yeah. like garbage to say, historically? But that's that's well, where I'm at with this guy. We all get treated by, like garbage. Historically. Hold on, let him answer. I want, I want to hear you. Let him answer. They're, they're, everybody's being treated like garbage, and I'll tell you how. I you agree with that, man. I agree line, with that. People standing in for food stamps, and you know what? We, those who make it, make it. Those who don't, who don't. That's the American way. Dude, you're allowed, to, you're allowed to feel like that, but say, I'm going to tell you, you've you never had an experience. You've you never had an experience to have you realize that. That's where you are right. so well, wrong. Wait, how is he wrong? How is he wrong? How am I wrong? How is he wrong? I am your... I, I'm your age. I what happened to you to feel this I way? I have experienced racism to the utmost. But what I, have you experienced? Make a difference. What have you? And do you understand how you're sounding? You're you you're not being honest, man. You're saying the goofy. You're, you're no, talking for white people. But you have no stand against a black man who has equal intelligence to you, who's experienced what you've experienced. What? I asked you a question. What did you experience? What? And I understand that everybody... Eric, hey, yo, Eric, answer hey, the question. Hey, what have you experienced? Answer the question, man. Answer the question. Yeah. Good. I started high school in... A, I mean, my... Uh, my uh, Elementary school to uh, my junior high school years were all in an all-black school. My parents moved to an all-white neighborhood. I was the third family in an all-white neighborhood in the late 70s, early 80s. I experienced racism. The N-word was used every time that I went around. I still made 
I did everything in my power to compete with them on their level, on intellect, okay. uh, on the levels of, of you know athleticism. Same thing as me. And guess what? Same I thing. I'm, we're, we're, right now, we're not different, but but go ahead. Yeah, how were right? you able to move on from all that? Because you can't move on to any, uh, move on from any. Do of you that think stuff. that this is? Can I ask? I'm not Hold up, Eric. Excuse my interruption. Can I, this is a, a white guy on the outside. This to me sounds. Are you, are, like a, are you think this is a black guy who is not in touch with his anger or rage at, at what? I mean, of course not. And I'm not even. I don't even use the word sell out this and sell out that. But this guy's been called that, and I'm and I'm and here's the thing. I relate to this guy. I relate to this guy on a level where I understand being an intelligent black man. You get you get a moniker of being a sellout, but you don't like black people. Wrong, wrong. I, I love black people. All right, we can continue. But you know what? I've also learned to love other people too. Me too. And because of that, I'm able to see the world as it's me too. We whole and not as an individual. All and right, that's right. why well, I don't think right. with white people right. don't Thank even you, follow you, man. Well, sure. All right. That was interesting Patrice, to hear, though. Yeah, Patrice, just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let well, it go. Bob, I, gotta let it, gotta get, I, I really want to just you, you gotta let get it go. over it, man. For your own health. You got, you know, just high I'm, blood pressure. I'm very over it. I'm it over it despite the situation. Let That's all I'm saying. Just let it all go. Spewing garbage. We, shut up. We need you to just <laughs> be Shut up with your white friends around clapping you. Yay. You dumbass. <laughs> I'm getting you a meditation class for. Uh... See, that's why we like Byron. <laughs> You're an idiot. You get. You have to. You stop. know how many white friends I got? You jackass. Yeah. Very few. <laughs> well, you know how many white people I claim. You know how many, you know how many white friends I think I have? You know how many white comics will do a gig with you to split the driving cost? <laughs> We should do a secret ballad. You should write down all the white friends you have, and then we'll go to those people and see if they're actually even, friends. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I know when it comes down to it, they'll run for their lives. But there's a few. I wanted to. I wanted to be your friend, but you don't invite me to your damn barbecues. And you go, ah, you wouldn't go. Yeah. So you don't give me the invites. What, what are you going to do? I'll, I'll invite you next time. Oh right. well, boy, thanks for throwing me a bone. Hey, there you go, black president. Whatever. Oh, barbecue. now it's okay to, to hey, have with, your, hey, we got to start somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to start with inviting you to a barbecue. I'm moving on. All right. I'm moving on like my friend from wherever he is with well, all his white friends. Eric from and Cleveland. And he think he's loved. Well, we did good there. We took two phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> we have 20 on hold easily. Opie and Anthony, I Listen, there. I promise you, shut up. up. Where are you? Uh, you plugging anything? I'm in at comics um December 26th, 27th. Oh, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a great that's a great weekend. I mean, especially oh, if you're no. gearing up for Atlantic City the month after. <laughs> what? Patrice and I together. <laughs> a month. All right. Ain't about me, it's about us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It ain't fair. All right. More phones right after the break. I'm just mad today. Hopey and Anthony. I'm mad because uh we we couldn't talk movies with Patrice, video games, uh uh, uh, sports. This was all encompassing. Today. I have a question. But good radio. I have a question. Yes, Jimmy. Too, as a black fan. When do you know? Uh, 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 I was Dr. King was always a hero of mine growing up. Martin Luther King. When is his birthday? Yeah. Um, birthday. Yeah. It is in. Uh, yeah. It's in January. Yeah. January what? January twentieth. No. Nope. And what do you do to celebrate his birthday? Yeah. What do you do? I I beat white people. Well, if you and want, I hose them. You know what I do to celebrate? <laughs> I always do this. I, I perform oh, no. in Atlantic City. <laughs> it's January 15th is the great doctor's birthday, but the 16th, what? 17th, what? I perform at the Borgata. That's how I celebrate Watch Batman's me. birthday. I got to tell you, you got me too, man. You got me too. Wow. Thanks, Kenny came in and told me it's Martin Luther King weekend. Wow, <laughs> right, thank you, somebody. Oh, your acting was really good there, too. Uh, Anthony not here today. Um... Uh, 
fair to say Anthony will have a few things to say tomorrow. You might uh, want to wake up early tomorrow. I, I won't listen. I'll just let it happen, and then All right. the day we're in together, we'll we'll hug. I know you guys will be here together December 1st. Okay. So that's going to be a big day. I'll talk a to fight Anthony. to end all fights. I bet you it's not as big a fight as you think. And I no. Bet, I hope not. No, I'll have to be the codependent one. Because we've had these conversations before. It's just it's not a big deal. It's just now... Uh, he he had with great racism comes great responsibility. He has he has too many of these crazy crackers um, saying things like uppity. And anytime white lady you're in the mall at um, Ross Ross Clothing buying your crappy belt and your nasty plastic shoes, and you bump into a white woman in the, a black woman in the same store, she's not being uppity. She's the same broke idiot as you. So please stop thinking you're better. Because you're white. You're not. Let's say hi to Sean from Brooklyn uh, because of the discussion. He's a black guy. Just All so right. people know what's Fair going enough. on here. Sean, what do you hey, got? What's going, on? What's, what's going on, guys, man? Hey, man. hey Jimmy. Hi, hey, Sean. Man. And uh, what's up with the other dude over there? Let me tell you something. I'm a black dude. I'm a real black dude. Yeah. I live in East New York. I don't live in Hollywood. I don't, I'm not a comic. I work 60 hours a week. For dude to get on there, Patrice I'm talking about, and to say that Obama is not black, he's half African and half white, yep. I got news for you, dog. Check this out. Every black man in America is half African and half white. Where did they get the slaves from? No, they're not. No, they're not. Where did they get the slaves from? You're talking, here's the thing you're doing right now. You're being emotional. You didn't hear what I said. No, I heard exactly you're, what you said. That, that he's black in this country because of what? Because of his skin. Exactly. That's my point exactly. I made. Am I lying? You're not lying. So what are you upset about? That he's not a black man. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing I can hear from you. Here's the thing I can hear from you. See, see, the thing is, by what you're saying, by how you qualified yourself by saying you're a real black dude, right? See, I didn't. I, this is our problem. We qualify ourselves as real black, real this, real that, by our experience and, and keeping it real and this. Your voice is not the same as the other dude, and your voice is not the same as mine. Dude, you from East New York, I hear it. You probably, you probably don't play games and the whole thing, you're not a comic. And really what you was doing in an emotional way is you was insulting me. Yo, I'm not Hollywood. I'm not, you know, I'm not a comic. You dismiss me. This is our problem, is that we can't be different we can't be different and be the same. What I'm saying is when I say he's not black, okay, I mean he is not, it's not a generational thing that's deep in him because we've been locked up in this country since 1619. He's, let me tell you, Africans don't give him to us. Africa thinks that it's their, he's, he's theirs. He look, they said that they export presidents to this country. They disrespect black bro, people. Bro, they don't bro. look at us like that. Bro. I'm telling you. Patrice, when I said a real black man, I mean a real N-word, okay? Right. I, I don't know if I can say it over the radio. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. When I say that, I mean that, bro, I work 60 hours a week. You hear what I'm saying? I hear you. I work 60 hours a week. I work on, on the weekend doing a little bouncing job at a little Mexican club. I, I got my granddaughter because my son is on the street right now talking about he's on the grind so he can get $600 Prada shoes. I'm the same age as you. You understand what I'm okay, saying? Okay, I'm, I'm here. So my perspective 
is going to be different than yours. Just because you got money, I don't think there's a difference. Oh, I don't got no money, dude. I don't have. See, wait, wait, wait. I can't wait a second because you just think you think something of me that ain't true. I don't have no money like that. You missing the whole point. All right, what is the what is your point? I'm coming from emotional. What I'm saying is you can get on there and you can talk ha-ha funny jokes and that. This Did you feel like I was being ha-ha funny? See, them, this is what's going on. I'm going to tell you what's going on right now. And it's, it's our problem. This is our problem. What's going on? Oh, you going to let me say what I got to Oh, I'm sorry. But, but I'm saying, how do you throw in, you, you're insulting me, right? But then you want to keep going. I can't retort. I can't get oh, in there. Retort. You dismiss me four times already. I don't have the money you think I do. Let me tell you how easier, let me tell you how easy my life would be if, if I smiled and shucked and jived and, 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 and felt and didn't tell people how I feel. Or we're just nice. You understand? That's what it is, dude. I'm telling you, I like all it. of this, all of this, keeping it, all of this thing where, yo, I'm a real N-word and all that. What the, what does that mean? This is what I'm saying, dude. Everybody, we're all qualifying what black is. When you ask, when you ask the other dude from Cleveland, what makes, what, what racism have you experienced and what makes you different from somebody else, like I said? Oh, so, okay, what is the point? So what you're saying is, I'm crazy for thinking that this country's racist? I fit the profile, so don't ask me about what kind of um. So what is your what is your beef with me? I don't think he was. Hold on, I don't think Patrice. I don't think that guy was dismissing you. I think he was just like saying, "I'm not these other things that you've mentioned okay, before." You could fair mention. enough. But what is your beef with me? When when I'm what am my I beef, saying my, that ain't right to you? you? My beef with you is for you to say that Obama is not a black man; that he's an African. I'm, Yes. But you got to understand my point. What's his name? Troy? Sean. 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 And therefore, that's where you come in. No, no, Sean. No, listen to me, Sean. Let me, let me, let me, let me try to, let me try to say what I meant by that. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, and I could have said it wrong, that the country is so racial and so racist that... Anybody black will be black by their color, not their experience. Not It's just the fact that black people are black because of our skin and white people are white because of their skin. I'm saying that not that he ain't no real brother. I'm saying the dude is first generation African. He's not you. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm saying that he's black because that's how racial the country is, is that they qualify us just by skin. That's my point. Okay, all right. So I'm sorry for dissing you four times, but let me say one thing to you. When If you've seen Obama, and you don't know he's Obama from, from you know, a hole in the wall. Right. You just happen to see him on the street. You couldn't look at him and say, he's first generation African. He's black. Exactly. Right. There you go. Because of his color. Exactly. But you don't see white people as Irish. Or you can't exactly. through ethnicity. No, I, don't see, I don't see anybody yeah. as anything. I just see him as a dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm, I'm a real n-word but i work with, with, with white people because you have white friends I work with everybody but we're not talking about your friends sean we're talking no, about just, the I country just, we're talk. i have white friends i there's white people i truly love as people and they're my friends but and you probably have white guys because you work so hard that dude you have a beer with them you probably fought with them and you love them but we're talking about the country man 
You feel how you feel because of the country. Right. But see, what you have to understand is in order for us to be able, and um, Anthony was asking about a solution, and I'm going to give you the solution. In order for us to be able to move on to the next level where race relations and racism and racistness, whatever buzzwords everybody want to put on it, is, um, is going to get better, we, and I'm saying we now because I'm including you, now I'm embracing you. Okay, first I had to spank you, now I'm going to embrace you. You think you spanked me? We, we, Are you out your uh, mind? Uh, what is this, a rap battle uh, song? Uh, <laughs> you uh, spanked me? Yeah, Jimmy and I felt it. <laughs> Why you, absolutely. Now, Sean, you, you knocked them around a little bit, now make them feel better. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we, we, we all felt I it. I love when they end fight. We as black people, yo, yo, stupid. We as black people first have to Got embrace talking each right other. Now. We have to embrace each other. You understand what I'm saying? All right, Sean. We have to be able to get past the barriers of just because you got a little bit of chips and I ain't got no chips. Yep, exactly. You, 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 yep, you funny, haha, or yep, whatever. Yep, yep. Again, yep. with the you got chips. He's right. He's what right. is he talking? Do you see oh, where it's going? Uh, his, yeah, this, his, this, yep. this is why we can't Couldn't win. agree more, Sean. That's right, That's Sean. what he's got. Patrice has some chips. <laughs> Yep. And, and and he is slightly uppity, but I like the fact that Sean <laughs> smacked him around. Yeah. Yeah. Patrice, comment? Patrice, comment? On what? On what Sean said? I already commented. Where are you, Patrice? Is that your mic today? Yeah. All right, cool. Opie and Anthony. Uh, Anthony, for the people that are just tuning in, did not make it today. Uh, his mama and his stepfather, Sal, celebrated 25 years of... Of uh, where are you, Jimmy? There's Jimmy. That would be a sin if I wasn't on. They had they had their 25th anniversary wedding anniversary thing that they did yesterday, and they called around 7:15. And I thought my pal was calling just to say hi. I'm like, oh, and wants to just talk about the the football games. I'm not stupid. I knew something was up. Hey, can fucking stupid Eatman call me back? I called him two days in a row and didn't hear. I understand he's a busy guy, but it's like, how about a, a minute call back? Why did? What's up? Trying to talk to him about something, he hasn't gotten back to me. It was irritating. Oh, Who's Eaton? Yeah, Eatman, our radio agent. Yeah. Are you using this to get him to call you back? Because he doesn't listen to the show. Every once in a while. Oh he no, does. no, no, no. You know, this is way above his head. Yeah, no, I wouldn't expect him. To listen. This shit's way above his head. He doesn't understand. Uh, nah, he has no idea what's going on. Nah. All right. Uh, unfortunately, you know, <sighs> a lot of people called in. I got. I just gotta say this: the two companies. I've been yelling and screaming about this for a while now, well over a year, maybe two years. They got to learn how to work together because uh, both sides are now insisting that we leave at a certain time over there. And this is where it hurts the show. We had the phones lit with some passion and some anger and some thought and some just a little of everything. And we're like, oh, my God, it would be so, obvi uh, so obvious if these two companies worked together. We would just sit here and take advantage of the fact that we have some great phone calls coming in. We come in uh, to XM, Sirius, whatever the fuck it's called today. And look, no phones yet because now we have to rev up the engine and get it going again. They'll, they'll call. Uh, I, it's just uh, so fucking frustrating. It is. but This is where it hurts us. The, they'll never the product, work together. The Opie and Anthony show. They'll never work together. It's too so bad. It does cause, stink. Because they're hurting the bottom line. And I can't believe... That I'm sitting here and I was—I don't know why I just have an erection, for no reason at all. Cialis? No, no, just a rod. You know what a Remember uh, the word plethysmograph? No. Plethysmograph was when uh, talking about you and your dick just hard for no reason. Yeah. Uh, if Kobe Bryant had been found guilty, 
and gone to jail for for the rape uh, the rape thing in Colorado. He as a part of his probation, he would have had to get hooked up to a pl pl plethysmograph. Oh yeah. And what that does is they show you things and do things. Until they get pedophiles. It measures your arousal for different things. So if, if they hooked Norton up and showed him a picture of whatever and his dick got hard, it would be grounds with the plethysmograph to say this guy is a pedophile, a pedophile or what have you. Really? Well, that stands up in court? The convicted pedophiles, not, not just for your personal taste, but for convicted kid touchers. To see if they are rehabilitated, because if they have a very right, high right, recidivism right. rate, they will hook your dick up to that. And if you're still jumping around, but yep. that's why a lot of them go with chemical castration. But you think what you think. How, how are you going to like stop getting like? Well, Norton's it's a condition dick is of hard. parole. But, but how are you? Right how, how would you ever cure a pedophile of that? You can't. That's why if they you get excited get by out. kids. I think you're going to always be excited by kids. How do they get that out of your system? Uh, the, through, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what the therapeutic process is. I think that's it should just be a fucking hammer to the temple. Like clockwork right. orange. Sure. <laughs> yeah, they show you a picture of kids getting fucked with vomit-inducing drugs. That sounds insane. Hey, uh, we <laughs> could talk about the Obama, the black-white thing again, but. I was talking to Stunt Brain when uh, we were trying to figure out who, who would, uh, you know, be a good fill-in because we knew Ant wasn't going to be here today, and and I, uh, I said Patrice. I mean, I always say Patrice <laughs> first because uh, you just bring, uh, you know, you bring a lot to the show. Discord and unhappiness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was having a discussion with Kenny on the way over, though. I mean, even the people that aren't agreeing with Patrice and all that, they're not turning the dial. So there are people out there that will listen to a show because they don't agree with sure. Stunt. Yeah. And I don't even know where it falls, what percentage agreed and, and disagreed. 90-10. You really think? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're kind of going with a joke, but I'm yeah. I, I, would, I would bet you it's... People's initial reaction is probably to disagree because it's against a white-black defensiveness. Right. But, like, because you always feel like you have to take up for the white guy, the black guy has to take up for the black guy. But, you know, well, I what Patrice said, there's pieces of it I disagree with. But it's hard with him because it's like, like as well as I know Patrice, I listen to him talk about something... And I'll agree with, like, he'll say something, and I'll agree with three and a half-fifths of it, mm -hmm. or four-fifths of it. And then there's that one piece in the middle, I'm like, no, that right. I don't agree with, and I don't want to be lumped in with that. Right. Um, but you know, there's a lot of it that makes a lot of sense. If you put down the initial reaction, which is, i got to defend white people, because I don't have to defend white people, because a lot of what is said about the country is the truth. Carlin... Who, uh, you know, I mean, look, his one of his best bits was fucking, he was talking about American bullshit, and how the country was founded on just one, what did he say, one steaming pile of red, white, and blue all-American bullshit, and he just destroys the way the country was founded. And what am I going to do, like, not love Carlin? He was right! What, where, where's that bit? i got to listen to that. It's and off You Are All Diseased, and it's about how it was founded by slave that's, owners. That's one of the HBO specials, right? But the way he, you are, Danny, do we have that bit where... It's what, called is American Carlin, Bullshit. Is Carlin Pryor one and two for you? Uh, it's Pryor Carlin. No, I mean, I mean, not in that order. Yes, without I mean, a doubt. It's, it's Pryor without one a doubt. and then Carlin two. Yes, because Carlin. Why is why that's the same for me? And why why is that for you? Because Pryor moved me more than Carlin did. Pryor moved me in a, in a, Carlin's genius. No, was yes. Carlin's genius. I, I'm whispering to Patrice. It, no, it's, no, no, it's not that. Because Car Carlin's I hope ge not. Carlin's genius. And Carlin, Carlin was a guy who stood there and pointed at everybody and tells you exactly what's wrong. But Pryor was a guy to me who was hurt, and there was a, a wounding to him that was, like, different. It, it, he, he worded it better than I would have. Had nothing to do with Richard Pryor being black, uh, you know, so to speak. It was that 
Richard Pryor was more if you if you was like trying to figure out what funny is like if funny could right. actually be manifest in, in, on Earth, you go Richard Pryor was funny. Mm -hmm. Carlin was verbally, I I think is the is the most verbal. He was a master of commun. He communicated that he doesn't believe in God, and it's amazing. Like mm -hmm. that's what I wish I had. That's what I wish I had, which is. I wish I can always explain myself exactly what I mean, and you can't confuse it. I, but he makes you change the way you think or question the way you think about it, which was... He makes you think uh, but, through his comedy. But even more... Like, he makes you think, and he makes you go... Like, after you're yeah, done watching, you're like, you're like fuck! Oh, I didn't want to hear that. That's right! Ugh. Like, you love hey, Pryor. Yeah. You, like, love him. Yeah. And then you love what Carlin does, My, but you love Richard Pryor as a, I like, to, like just, you know. I, I would go Carlin over Pryor just because I don't know enough of Prior's stuff to be, Carl, know, Pryor's just to just... add to the discussion. But what I loved about Carlin, and I probably saw him close to ten times, was he was he was going after his own audience and didn't care. Yes. It's like, do you know what confidence that takes and what balls that takes that you're... You're going after, let's say, religion, and you know a bunch of the folks in your audience oh, are very religious and, people. And, he's and I was like, that is fucking brilliant that you know, he doesn't care. When he said, he said a lot of things. One of the things that, like, there's one, there's ones that change your life. One of the things he said that changed my life, and there's a few things that that Pryor said that changed my life too, but di for different reasons. Right. Carlin said, "What the fuck is this shit about angels?" I said, what? Like, he just said that. What is this bullshit about angels? Mm -hmm. And then then he goes, what about goblins? How come they don't get no credit? <laughs> like, I said, what the? I said, he completely said, fuck angels. And then the other shit. You can't say fuck angels. Like, he just said, fuck angels. It's we dumb. need to believe in the angels. And then he said, what happened to language in this country? Uh -huh. When did my toilet paper become bathroom tissue? Uh -huh. And he explained that to why words... And boy, it, it just changed my life. And 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 prior changed my life. One of the things he said that changed my life the way you th I think is talking about how his father died fucking that woman. Yep. And the and the woman goes, "I'm so sorry what I did to your father." And he goes, "What? He died fucking you, bitch." It's like it's a hell of a way to go out. Yeah. yeah. If I had to choose to die or get hit by a truck. What line would you be in? Like, I'd be in that long motherfucker. Like, he right. just rationalized that right. without pretension. Like, like, he, come on, baby, he was fucking you and he died. What, what do you want? You ain't got no control over that. He was, Pryor's thing was, like, what he was saying was funny, and he was saying it in a really funny way. I mean, he was just a purely funny dude. Like, uh, not that Carlin isn't, though, because Carlin also is a very silly, he understands how to deliver really heavy shit. Like, and be silly, okay? Like, he knows when to all of a sudden, like, let the air out of the balloon. That was Carlin's brilliance, too. Is like, he understands. He's basically telling an audience of people who believe in God, and he's being serious. He's going, uh, I tried, folks. I really tried to believe in God. Mm -hmm. And the way he attacks America, he's not being cute. He's fucking telling you this is the real deal, and this is how I feel. How long is that been? And I, it's, but, what do, but what do white people American think? American bullshit is not that long. What do white people think? Um, what do white people think when they hear a dude like Carlin? Because there's not many who 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 just completely trash the the idea of this country. You know what I'm saying? What do they think when a white guy is being saying things that a black guy is, I guess, supposed to be? Saying? I, I think with Carlin is he's like he's earned so much respect. You, I, I think people 
watch him and they understand. Do they think he's liberal? Well, the, he is. He was more. You know what I'm saying is that is that what people dismiss him as? Oh, he's just. I don't liberal. think they would no, dismiss him. No, they never him. did. I, that was the brilliance of uh, Carlin. You couldn't just say, "Ah, he's a liberal." I, I think because he well, would attack liberals too, and he would yeah, attack absolutely. their ideology and their phoniness. I think when Carlin attacked something, even if you didn't agree with it, and I, I shouldn't speak for other people, but I think you knew that at least he was being very genuine. You never felt like you had a guy trying to bullshit you or trying to be fucking better than you. You felt like you had a guy who was telling you the truth. As he saw it. You didn't feel like he had an agenda. No, he was just because he would attack liberals. Right. He would give you all this liberal, like, left leaning stuff, and then he would attack feminism's phoniness. Uh, he would attack the phoniness of guilty white liberal language. He was a, a guy who was, he, he always felt like Colin was seeking the truth and was fucking, was, was a, this is how it is, motherfucker. I love them, man. Colin Pryor, one, one and two. Prior, who's three? Because you always hear it's up for debate. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Anybody you want to put in there, that's what I'm saying. It's I'll always either argue. Or for me, it's Woody. Every comedian would would put Prior, Carlin, one, two spot. Not every, but most. Who's three? What know. name will come up the most? Number three. Uh, just just in terms of longevity, and and again, me and my girl had a conversation about the greatest singers of all time, and a lot of that's arbitrary in your own opinion. But we're going okay. Let's make up the top five comics of all time who you go everybody has to go okay this is it not your own opinion i would have to say not of my own opinion you might you might have to put cosby in there as three so it's prior carlin cosby cosby would be on a lot of people um, i would put chris rock before i put cosby on my person way before Chris, I like Chris a lot, man. I th I you think ever hear Cosby's stuff that's fucking really he was great amazing he was great he was great God. Pretty hokey later in his career, but God Cosby damn, was, his shit was he was a storyteller. Dude, he was amazing. How about Red Fox is coming in? Nah. Red Fox was very funny. And, and would make that's personal, but you wouldn't put Why him not? in the top Because he did joke jokes, whereas whereas right. personally, he made you laugh. He was a funny dude, but he was I mean, Cosby was a fucking I mean, he was telling real life stories. He wasn't doing like a, a exactly like your ass, which was funny to hear. But it was it, it was funny. I, I listened to uh, Cosby do it. I think it was like a twenty-five minute bit on skiing. Who has twenty-five minutes on Cosby, skiing? Cosby, and it was not just, my three, by the way. Yeah, me I, I'm just saying. Yeah, but a lot of people would put, to put him up it there. together. Why not Lenny Bruce? Lenny Bruce wasn't funny. He was. No, he was funny, but he wasn't funny like was, like the top five are funny. Right. Lenny was just the guy who kicked the I door open. Get past yeah. the whole daddy o shit. But that was. But back in those days, I when tried he to did listen it, to Lenny Bruce over. I just he's can't not get funny. Into what it. he is is he's he's essential because if Carlin, he's important. Carlin and Pryor took what Lenny Bruce and uh, Dick Gregory. Attempted, which is fighting through language, man. Language at the time you can get arrested and all that shit for language, and then Pryor and Carlin yeah. funnied up the opportunity. They took the opportunity that Lenny Bruce and and Dick Gregory gave to be funny with it. I and I think Lenny was funny, but not like not number three funny. Dude. Like I look, I watch some of his old stuff. And like he's sitting there, and he's just kind of talking, and he does have that daddyo thing, which was again, but again, it was in an era of take my wife, please. So here was this guy having this weird, which he got all that from this guy Joe Ansis, and I, I was like, well, wasn't a, it the jazz culture that whole daddyo exactly. thing? Yeah, I think it was. He was working all those clubs, you know, warming up for jazz musicians and strippers, and and he was shitting on everybody. Oh yeah, like Lenny was making, like I was watching him do a clean Rodney set on TV. Rodney to in me is five? no. To me, Rodney does not make me laugh like he used to. Like the more I listen to Rodney, I still admire him and I still think he was very funny. But it's more guys to me, like Pryor and Carlin. You wouldn't put him in the 
in the not your. This is the top five of all. Oh, yeah, not that's not necessarily that me. Present. Are we just doing comedians or political comedians? Not just comedians in general. Top five that people would say. You're right. Rodney might be up there. Cosby might be in the top five. That's what I'm saying in terms of. Nope. Top five, but that you can present as a as a, no, who's e a worldwide. No, who's easily in my top five, and it's unfortunate he died so young. But Bill Hicks was just fucking amazing. I, I never I, listened to him. Holy yeah. shit! Fucking do yourself a favor. Listen to Relentless. I, I don't want to know what he does. Not 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 even. A lot of the shit I'm he sure talked good, about but, in Relentless is going on today. Just brilliant shit. Kennison, I would put up there. Kennison, Kennison, in mine. Yeah, I don't think he would make everybody else's because he died young. But as mine. Kinnison was a funny fuck. I was a huge fan of um, Andy Kaufman just because how he fucked with the audience. Yeah, just see that's what I'm saying. The top the five audience. dudes. You're looking at two dudes who are socially relevant. Then after that, there's a drop off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of well, that's why I, I'm asking you when I say number three, number three in that genre, the George Carlin, Richard Pryor genre, and like you said, there's a massive drop off, and it would. Chris, Not, Chris Rock is he, the closest. You he's think? the closest in terms of what he's trying to accomplish with his comedy. Yeah, is, I like is saying something and being funny at the same and, time. And I like saying something. And I like where Chris comes from. A lot of times, like a lot of times, you don't see exactly where he's going to go with it. Like, he's not giving you a, a one plus two equals three. Like, a lot of times, Chris comes from a, a point of view that I was, I'm surprised by. Like, he had a very, I don't remember what his bit on Michael Vick was, but I remember uh, watching him, him do like a few minutes on Michael Vick, and I'm like, God damn it, that's a fucking great point of view. Like, I didn't even agree with him, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was like, that is a funny. But you could appreciate the place he was I going. I do, it was just great, and it I was a fucking that. smart, funny idea that I remember just not agreeing with the point. But going as a fucking comedian, that was brilliant. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, maybe if he oh, did yeah. more stand up, oh, yeah, stopped, but he stopped. But so many Eddie years Murphy ago. is at the top of, like I said, he's he's the best probably in terms of even prior, dude. Eddie's at. Dude, it's a shame he more was more famous than prior. Anyway. Yeah, but it's a shame he was well on his way to be like a, a Richard Pryor or like a George Carlin, and then he went into know, he Hollywood. He did two and things, just, you know. And he, you know, he know, never, but those two things were just amazing. He was on delivery. He never Delirious had. was amazing. But he never had prior or Carlin relevance. He was funny. And he was an amazing mimic. Yeah, he and, wasn't social. It was no social. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. We're it, talking it was more social than anything. You're all right. recycled prior. Like yeah, everything. Right. Like even the drunken stepfather, uh, uh, you know, prior did that. Or the Amityville Horror was really the exorcist. I mean, everything that Murphy did, prior had done. But, it's but, a drop off, dude. Prior, Carlin. Yeah, I think we're in agreement. A, a third is an argument. Like, I, I don't even have a third. Dude, I mean, look. I mean, we're trying to do this. And on instant feedback. You get Seinfeld, Rickles, uh, Schmirnoff, obviously a joke. Uh, Mitch Hedberg, you know Bill Hicks. It, there's, See, there's Mitch not Hedberg one name going. Uh, there's not one name coming in more than any other. Is what I'm saying. Right, right. It's all like. I mean, Hedberg is like you can. Uh, you like most people wouldn't say he's in the top five just because it's not time to put him in. Yeah, yet. you would have to wait a few years. Uh, he was but, funny though. But Seinfeld, you couldn't top five. You. You could argue Seinfeld could be in there, yeah. like Did I, for what it is. You I know? appreciated Seinfeld because I was amazed that he could do what he was doing, getting huge laughs without being dirty. I was amazed by that. Brian Regan. Brian Regan is fucking, fucking Brian Regan. As far as just out loud funny, he's right there. But you right wouldn't there. say top five ever. Like no, no guys have ever made, like belly laughs. Pryor has made me belly laugh. Like I mean, even as a comedian, he's made me belly laugh. And there was something, and it wasn't even always dirty. There was something he did, and it just, it hit me as funny, where he was talking about how his father would fucking sit in the barber shop and then read the almanac 
and then wait for people to make a mistake. And it just, it made me belly laugh at this picture he painted of this horse's ass of a stepfather just looking to correct people and be a dickhead. But it was just, and then wait for people. He, he told you all you needed to know about that guy yeah. when he said my father would read the almanac and then wait for people to make a mistake. And you're like, God almighty, I know who that... F you immediately understood this crotchety old fucking guy. And he guy. did it. See, this is the difference between Pryor and Carlin. And why I put Pryor ahead is because Carlin would be able to make it up in his mind and, his, and he would verbalize it and he would create that thing and let you and, and di dissect it. Pryor just felt it yeah. and said it. Yes. And it would be nothing pretentious, which is why, let me say Bill Hicks, Bill Hicks didn't I don't think Bill Hicks became what he should have been because he 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 operated for some reason Carlin never operated above the audience you never felt like he was saying he was looking at you like Ugh, you well, he kind of did the whole thing with a wink but you know it was social something it was but he was kind of he was kind of looking at you like you know but Hicks was disgusted Oh yeah! At, at, oh yeah! There was there was the real. He was with. He didn't hide the anger he had for but the system. But he was disgusted with, like he was disgusted. The thing about the audience is you have to be disgusted at something else, and not them. Or disgusted at them with you have to be with them on right. some. And what you just said, to, to, like Pryor had that thing too, where he had this ability to talk about race to white people. And you had to laugh and you had to acknowledge that there was truth in it because you never felt resentful because as a white guy, I never felt that Pryor was trying to make me feel anything bad other than this is the way it is. It, like he, he was never was trying to make me feel never, guilty or, or bad. Never the genius that he was. He was never like when he said he goes the the the, the black the white woman come to him and go, That Leon Spinks is dumb, ain't he? And he goes, well, what would you think of me if I agree with you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like Dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. Look at the point I made. It was like, hey, we got the uh, Carlin bit about America. I want to, and, and I it's only like this. two minutes, right? Yeah, it's easy, and it's just a, a, the, the way this. he's so disgusting. It's just the way he says it. He's it, not trying to be. It's real easy. George Carlin, what's this bit called? It's my favorite thing. My favorite special is called uh, "You Are All Diseased." It was done in I think '99 was, was or 2000. Three specials ago, right? Or maybe yeah. It was done here in New York live at the Paramount. You uh, you have some nice stuff in your book about George Carlin. I love him. I hate your guts, and and we learned that you cried when you found out. Carlin oh, I got died. baby. Dude, I cried too. Oh. I was walking a dumb beach somewhere when I found out. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because we had him on only a few months before that happened. Yes, we did. We were hoping for more uh, appearances by George. All right, uh, here's the. There you go. Fucking love that. There you go. But it's a guy who's being who who's not trying to soften the blow. He's not trying to. <clears throat> and the thing with Carlin is, the older he got, the longer he went in between punchlines. And normally when a comedian does that, it is like just saying things. But I think with him, he got away with it. And I, I don't mind it because after 40 years sure. of doing nothing but being funny, I, I was so interested in the way he saw things. How he thought. That his opinion to me was very, yeah. was extremely. <clears throat> now, how come when Jeremiah Wright, if Jeremiah Wright was saying that, or if any black comic was saying that, that. The whole vibe would have been different. What? The crowd would have felt different. It would have been some other shit. But this one was. Woo, well, you all know yeah. it's the same as the source. The same as if Imus hadn't said, had been black and said what he said, black people wouldn't have been in an uproar. It, it's all the source. And if Jeremiah Wright had been doing a lot of fart jokes and people, you know, come on, it's a different vibe. When a guy is, was, I'm saying that whole thing that he was saying is truth. Is what? It's just what. A, a black dude who can who can articulate that would say. It, but it's always the source. You know that. Anytime you're hearing something. We always take it from where it's coming from, but we react to it. There's no absolute truth that we just hear from 
any source would agree with. It all depends on where it's coming from. Yeah. And as a comic, Pryor could have gotten away with that. We, I mean, uh, Bicentennial Nigger is the name of an album and the bit. And the bit is at the end of the album. And it's it's not... It's fucking, you know, you know the bit I'm talking about where he's got the fucking sarcastic American music playing. It's fucking. He was scared. He put it at the end of his CD. But no, he was fucking. It was, it was the <laughs> best way. Joking. To, it was the best way to end a comedy CD yeah. ever. It was just so completely you like now motherfuckers. Hey, we got the and number. Just, we got the number three comedian. It's it's obvious. We all uh, overlooked this. Very obvious. Vince Champ. Oh, he was fucking fantastic. Vince Champ, number three. Number three, number three comedian, number one boyfriend. <laughs> oh, my God, Vince Champ. That is, hor that is a horrific story. Dude, that is... Voss had the funniest joke, though, because <laughs> he had been at these colleges all over the country, and Voss goes, he has a good college agent. Who's his college agent? <laughs> <laughs> what was, uh, for the newbies, Vince Champ was oh. a comedian that... Uh, you know, raped him he ago, got man. a lot of people laughing, but he also did some raping on the road oh, in between. He, yeah. traveled, people laugh. he traveled through the country raping. Yeah. Fuck me, man. And they How found him from his book like, wow, he was... His book? His um itinerary. His itinerary, or whatever. yeah. Whatever. Like, he's like, wow, girl got raped. Uh, and they right finally started started uh, putting it together, yeah. And on the internet, too, because I, th I forget how it came about. But he was saying... after prison? He, yes, I, I don't know. After he would rape a girl, I think he would say, like, pray for me. He would do something with prayer. Right. So it was obviously a demon he was fighting. And I think someone talked about that on the Internet, and someone else went, a guy did that to me. It was, like, one of those connections. <laughs> and then, oh, I'm a college dude. I'm a college dude. He's a black, you know. We used to say, he would rape a bitch and go, all right, now, all right, tell me what you think of this joke. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, uh, the top ten... Uh, Comedy Central, whatever. Yeah, please. one and two, I'll agree. I'm sure they got prior calls. One and Eddie two. Murphy, ten. Roseanne Barr, nine. Bill Cosby. Roseanne Barr. I look. I like Roseanne. That's, that's. But above Joan Rivers. That's a perfect example why we hate these lists where they have to kind of balance it all above out. Above nice. Joan Rivers, who that's was one ridiculous. of the funniest people ever. Well, Roseanne Barr beat out Johnny Carson, Jerry Seinfeld, Robin Williams, Bob Newhart, who was hilarious. Yeah, Newhart, I'd put in the top ten. Ellen Newhart. DeGeneres. Ugh. As a, as one Don of the top Rickles. ten stand-ups. Don Rickles is in Bill top Hicks, line. Sam Kinison. She beat all these people. Yeah, I would agree. Stephen Wright, Red Fox, Hope. So what was the top ten? It was right, prior. So you got uh, yeah Eddie Murphy, Roseanne Barr nine, Cosby eight, Dangerfield seven, Martin six. Ah, oh, that was the one. Steve Martin number six. Steve Martin look was a funny guy. He was a funny comedian. He was doing arenas. He was silly. I listened to his shit recently. And look, I know I'm a stand-up, and I shouldn't be disrespecting his... Hey, look, the guy did some very funny shit. But when I listen to that material now, I like a woman who has a puppy on her shoes. And <laughs> I like put that. that above fucking Kennison yeah. or above any of the people, no. how anybody voted for him in the top ten makes me fucking sick. Joan Rivers... I told you I saw her like a year and a half ago at the cutting room in front. She's working on material, and that fucking bitch came out and was Phyllis, Phyllis Diller. As br yeah, but Joan was, was as brutal a set as I've ever seen a comedian do. I I mean I just I was in awe of what she was doing. This is a year and a half ago, and I'm like, that is what we do. She's in her fucking seventies. She stood there for an hour, and it was funny shit. It was nine eleven. 
It was AIDS. It was fucking brutality from the minute she got out there. She didn't give a fuck, man. Yeah. It was like God. It was inspiring to watch. Steve Martin six. Yeah. Chris Rock five. Woody Allen four. Lenny three is a polite thing. Lenny if he's three. three. Yeah, it's a polite thing. Carlin Pryor. Lenny three, people think they're supposed to say Lenny Bruce because they feel that by not saying Lenny Bruce, they're being disloyal to well, something we just felt and that. a pioneer. We kind of said that ourselves, sort of, when you're thinking number three. Well, yeah, he comes to mind because of we're in, we're we're, in, what he, yeah. We just believe that, well, Lenny was the godfather of this type of life. Well, Mom is maybe he was doing it, too, but just not on the mainstream level. But uh, I th Lenny is not You ever hear Newhart stuff? Oh, he's amazing. Fucking amazing. He, he had the number one and number two albums in the country. Yep, at the same time. Which was, it's mind-boggling, the success. Yep. He was doing comedy literally for a couple of months when he taped those yep. albums. He was a, it was a weird, gifted thing he had. And they were funny. I mean, you can't even say they weren't funny. Uh, they were fucking funny. Just a stammering mess. Yeah. I mean, he was an original. All right. Um, we're going to take a break. And I got to piss. There's something else that I want to talk to Patrice about. The Blacks, sorry, I don't know why I'm saying sorry. The Blacks with the uh, gay marriage issue. Mm, okay. You had some thoughts on that. I do. Because I think, uh, what, gays are now trying to say that they yeah. are on the same page as Blacks They have now. been for years saying that. Yeah. And they are. And you got some thoughts on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he agrees with that. <laughs> More with Patrice O'Neill in just a bit. Where? Who gives a shit? Oh, no, Opie, hey, hold on. What? This coming Friday, I'll be in Atlantic City. I mean, uh, Vegas. Yeah. At the TBS Festival on the 7 o'clock show at Caesars Palace. Me and Bobby Kelly. I'm hosting. How come TBS? Uh, wait. There you are. Me, okay. Bob Kelly, and Russ Beneva, and another comedian. How come, how come they didn't do the thing on TBS where it was like, Seinfeld, Cook, Norton? That's exactly why. Because it was Seinfeld, the generous cook. <clears throat> Norton's a big drop off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it was, if it was Quinn... O'Neal, Norton, DePaulo. <laughs> well, you know, I don't blame TBS. Why would you mention me? I'm, on, I'm on, my, 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 in the on the brochures. I'm in the small font, but Russell Peters is in the small font. Dice is in the small font. I mean, there's some other fucking comedians that are in the small font. Who's in the like, big font? Dane, Ellen, and Seinfeld. Cat Williams. Um, I don't remember. He was in the medium font. Yeah, but I didn't mind being in the small font because it was like a lot of. No, like notable comedians. At least you're being fonted. Being fonted is fine. It, yeah, you want to be fonted. Yeah. Fonted. Hey, uh, what, what were we uh, talking about during the break? Fonted motherfucker. What is it? Oh, oh, we're, we're talking, talking about, about uh, black people and their issues with oh, gay, gay people. people. No, gay people. Oh no, but I, some of the stuff we were saying during the break was pretty funny too. Oh, the um, I just oh, wanna... the, oh, the thing I was talking to uh, John about. He goes, John Gibson, John loves Gibson. Patrice O'Neill, and uh, I'm on there messing around with him, and uh, I he, I said, John. I know what white people want out of this. They want racism to be over out of this election. I said, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. He goes, well, you owe us something. <laughs> what are we going to get? I go, white people, if you're going to say, okay, here's what you can keep. You can you can keep out of space, and you can keep the ocean. That's my deal with white people. You can't. I'm not going to stop saying racism exists, but I will stop saying. I will let you continue to go in out of space and do things. And I will let you go at the bottom of the ocean, because or climb mountains. So anything that black people have no interest in doing we ever, could, we could have that. You space. can have that. That's and nice of you, Patrice. Yes, hey, that's uh, my deal with you. Now the other, <laughs> the other big issue, and we do have, uh, we we have this Texas pastor. We'll try to get into it, but he he's preaching seven days of sex. It's a, gr it's a great little story. We're gonna get to that, but we're gonna, uh, we're gonna start with the gay black thing. 
Yeah, black people, uh, for some now, reason. Now, just to bring everyone, you know, on board, Propos Proposition 8 yeah. was voted uh, down. Mm -hmm. So uh, gays can't, you know, be married in California. Okay. Do you think gays should be married? Yes, personally, yeah. I do, too. Jimmy? Yes, of course. And I think that on a level, here's the level I was thinking on. I don't give a shit. Totally. Like, that's the level. Not on a civil rights <sighs> manner or this and that. It's who I don't give because marriage as an institution has used to be something like godly. In the eyes of God, we are in union with mm -hmm. each other forever. Now it's just health insurance and who gets shit at the end of the day and can I visit you in the hospital and all kind of goofy shit. I, if, if, what, what, what do I care? I don't give a fuck. Gay, my thing is, I always felt this, and is that your sexual preference, and here's my thing, I want, I want somebody to give me a logical reason why your sexual preference, I should be hearing about it. Why who you want to be with qualifies you to go through something. And the, the, the part of it that bugs me is I'm born this way. Shut the fuck up. Because why is that a preference? And choking your bitch while she's coming is a fetish. You wait, wait, you, you don't, you're looking at like just the terminology used around. Like, I just don't want to. Sexual preference, hold on. Sexual preference is just the way they phrase it. But if, if gay people are born gay, let's just say for the sake of argument, they are born gay. Yeah. Um, which I certainly believe that the majority of them are. Right, because why would you go through anything that you didn't have to go through? I just think it's, I know? think it's for nature puts it in, into play. I think it's, I think, I think it's, it's part possible. of nature. Someone explained it to me. They said, you think I would choose this? You know? Right. And you've seen too many little gay kids that are like this when they're like really small, like before they are able to make a decision. There was, there was someone that was working in this business pretty close to us that was gay. Steve. Steve, okay. well, sure. And, uh. Yeah, I'm 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 like a sheltered white kid from Long Island. I, I was on, I only started learning about the the gay thing when we were at uh, NEW. And he and this person's like, you think I would choose to be like this? Hell no! It's, yeah, it's so, so much easier to to you know to be with a woman it's, than but than, so fucking what you you think you're born a certain way, and you decide that you can't take your own hiding of your your thing that you feel society's against so you come out in this in this manner of defiance to say fuck that i'm not going to hide who i am no more right. but i still am not going with okay i'm born this way it's still sexuality well that's just their way of trying to explain it to people what it, look if it's if you want I think you're getting like Jimmy said i think I you're getting mind. caught up in you can't and, say that they're not born that way though yeah i'm not saying that you don't born that way you don't think people are born that way I'm born I'm with Jim, this way. I'm with Jimmy. I think most people are born to to be gay. I think you're born I, I, to a certain degree. Certain things are learned. And I'm not saying that certain people don't learn to be How about gay. Anne Hache. I don't know enough about it to be honest. With you. I don't know. Ready? Here's my thing. Now, guys, is a different story, and I'm not I'm not trying to make a bit out of it. But for for the most part, once you get fucked as a man, if somebody goes, "Hey, you gotta have sex with a guy," matter of fact, Pryor did come out with that. Yes, that sir. he has, but no one ever goes, "He's gay." Just like you and your thing, no one goes, "Well, no one's gay." Not gay. But but guys usually, <laughs> guys usually, once they step over the bounds of of of, of fucking a guy. Sorry, I couldn't help you there, Jimmy. <laughs> they're gay forever. Women can play. This is what I'm saying yeah. about what you play with. Yeah. If you Anne Hayes would be gay on Wednesday, 
and straight on Thursday. And 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 if a woman goes, I'm gay. See, gay to a guy, for a woman is a bull dyke, like who just said fuck it. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Sis. It, but to but if a woman eats another woman's pussy, we don't give a fucking on that level, and she can switch up tomorrow. That I'm not saying that you're not born, right. but you're born like that. You're born bisexual. You're born wanting to fucking eat pussy. I think that. W the, what are you talking about? Their, their argument is this: they just don't want to have to fucking duck. They want to be able to get married or get divorced or just do what they want and be left alone. Okay. And I think that's where the defiance comes in. It's like. Uh, because like if you want to go out and get married or you want partner benefits, the you want the same shit that everyone else is getting legally. That's it. You don't want to have to go Fair. to church and you don't want to hear this this fucking this sickening organization tell you that what you are mm -hmm. is a sin. I agree. Or with what that. you are is dirty right. and you're not going to get into heaven. And that's just the, the 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 fucking the sickening history of the I church. I disagree with that. So, I don't. That's what I, they want. I agree with you hundred percent. I think that's what they want. That please. I don't, I don't, in the eyes of, I know that the institution of marriage isn't that. To get to the fact that black people didn't uh, vote for that, or that they're 70% or something, 80%. Yeah. Black people are horrified of God. And they're horrified of God. It's religious, yeah. On, mm -hmm. on, and, and also Latinos. They're religious. Yes. To the fact that a lot of religious black people are horrified to change the Jesus that looks like you know sure. Tom Petty, he they they're scared <laughs> to, young, to, young Tom Petty. to question <laughs> white Jesus. That's right. how man black people do not play around with God. It's a religious and one thing that black crowds don't go for is really you can talk about God, but like white crowds will let you get away with pedophile stuff and uh, and religious stuff a lot more than black crowds. Black I crowds are conservative in the way they think religiously. Yeah, and and. And ultimately, and let me make this, sure I say this right, that on, on when you get re religious, strong religious thinking people, like I believe in God, but religion, I question. Strong religious pe thinking people who just going to go with what they go with and be conservative, it, gay is not acceptable by God. So they'll be going against the rules of the yeah. Bible by supporting that. And that's all it is to it's it. It's a religious dude. thing, yeah. But when you're a person who can think, most people go, who gives a, like, I get mad at gays for even thinking, like, get that. It's the same thing we, where as a white person, this is a great point to, to go with the race part. As a white person, you go, I don't give a fuck about that. As, as a straight dude, I'm like, what? I don't. First of all, get over yourself. I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm not looking at you like n anything. Get. I live in New York. There you go. Now you understand how white exactly. he thinks. Exactly. And but a gay guy has feelings. Right. He that wants I you to just won't understand. The gay guy wants you to to care more. But the fact is, I, I don't give a shit. You know. I mean. You know. You ask me. Yeah. I think. You know, gay marriage should be legal, yeah. but I, I'm not going to run out there and start marching. You know, I have all the things to worry about. It, it, That's exactly. the point we've been making all morning. So here I, I do understand, but if a gay guy has some points about his feelings that make sense, right. like I said, to me, it's it's a sexual thing. It's nothing but sexuality. It's not. Look, I have a nigga parade every day. I walk down the street, motherfucker. It's no special day. I can. I always am black, but a gay guy or or a lesbian or a gay guy or a gay guy or a lesbian 
they it is a lot of choice to why do I need to know now hold on, hold on, if, just, wait a minute if okay. the platform if the platform is here's the thing educate me what is it that happens that gay people don't get and the, the rights that they don't have other than ridicule because I should be able to ridicule you I should be able to say I don't like you sissy that uh, why I'm not trying to kill you but what is it that you cannot do that heterosexual can do I think it's the majority of it uh, is like you said you said something like there's a perception like well people don't always know they're gay but people always know you're black like that it, it, but in a way it's like I don't think gay people want their rights hold on I don't Go think ahead. they want their their lives in any way hinged upon the hope that people don't know they're gay I don't I think that they're at a point where they're tired of it and sick and tired of having to not be affectionate with who you want to be affectionate with other without... than you tongue kissing your girl in public right why the fuck do I know what you do sexually? See, Other than public affection, like, what I'll, is I'll, it I'll that I need to know about you? Okay, the fact that that you like me. A, a lot of times, open. I, I guess guys that are open about being gay, that have a, a gay boyfriend, it's harder for them probably to get hired as teachers. It's probably harder for them to work in any capacity as kids about adopting children, about getting married, about partner benefits. Like, there's a whole bunch of shit that they have a whole different set of rules for, and it's not just. Hey, I don't want people to go ugh when they see me because that's a human reaction. Mm -hmm. I think that they want to be able, as a couple who makes one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year between them, want to be able to go in and hey, I'm a school teacher. My fucking husband's a construction worker. We want to go and adopt the fucking kid, mm -hmm. and we're gonna be better parents. All right, so okay, here it is, and this is what comes back to my issue with the black thing. Do you want just the legislation rights, meaning? Do you want this country to really feel differently about homosexuality or you just want to be able to be hired no matter what? And you'll take that. But people are still going in their gut. But they don't like you. And it's really they don't want you around. But you have to legislate it first. Now, you can't legislate morality. You can't legislate stuff like that. Uh, but you have it once it's on the books and once it's happening. Well, then people begin to live with you and begin to work with you and go, oh, well, everything is cool. Like, like this stupid prejudice I had or this stupid fear I had is right. unfounded. But the only way people do that, because most people, when exposed to you and, and you're exposed to them, kind of go, oh, all right. right. It's not what I was told. And again, right. what we're talking right now, we're talking to three cities. There's only three cities in America, New York, L.A., and Chicago. and Chicago. Chicago. This is a city issue. Because if you're white, black, whatever, and you live in New York, L.A., or Chicago, you have to deal with everybody. Yes. We're talking people who, again, you don't understand, man. You travel a lot. You must know. You go, holy shit. I live in New York, and you go, this place is like living on another planet compared to Michigan. I also end this conversation. Mm -hmm. I also think that gays are the target a lot of times of violence. Uh, and again, Not you, in New York. No, I don't know. I'm talking about the whole country. And again, you can't legislate that where people aren't going to go, ugh, or want to kill you for being gay. You can't. But the more the law is on your side, and the more the law and the country as a whole sees you as legitimate and what you're doing is fine and, and okay, the, the, the less you have to walk but around afraid. there's no heterosexual... There is no people who are fiercely heterosexual, meaning with a need to be 
Like, all right, hey, let me, I want to be able to hold my girlfriend's hand if I want to. Like, there's some people that look at you and go, what the fuck? Like, for what are you doing that for? Well, we don't have to hide it. The thing is, we're coming, like you said, why? they don't have to hide. No, no, but you, you, like, you know how you said you're saying white people come from a place of white entitlement? This is a case of straight entitlement. You get, Fair so, no, no, but I'm saying you get so used to not having to be a certain way, you're like, well, why can't you just do right. that? When the fact is, but why isn't other sexual sexual things involved in that? Why is because it for them it's not just sexual. For us it's sexual because like, hey, one guy's fucking another guy. But for them it's falling in love. It's being with a partner. It's like all the other things you do I love in a relationship. Me and you both. So if but I love prostitutes, why can't I affectionately? This is what I'm saying. See it again. It's going to be taken wrong. Yeah. My thing. I'm coming from a point wanna, of view like. But do you want to visit a prostitute a when she's in the in the hospital? I might. <laughs> yeah. You're sure some some of my sick babies in Brazil. Do you want to adopt a kid with a prostitute? I, I, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I might. But again, it's, I might. It, I, it's it's more than a sh sexual thing. It's it's I guess it's right, a lifestyle. You know There's a lot more going on there. What just like, lifestyle? Look, opie, sadomasochism. Uh, 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 bondage. That's a that's a sexual lifestyle. But what I'm saying is, I understand the love thing and this. But see, that's not the platform. Again, I don't give a fuck. It's just like abortion with me. The thing about abortion, my thing with it is, look, I just get. I have issue with women saying it's my body. I just yes. have issue with it. It's not your body, bitch. Your kneecap, your brain, your earlobe is your body. But once you fuck a guy and some magic happens. And then something is growing inside you against your fucking I nature. Nature's not your body. You just happen to be chosen to be the right. baby's it's apartment a 50 -50, building. Yeah, that, you, it, it, anything could be. That's not. That doesn't make you special. You're and not, it doesn't make it your fucking body. But bitch, you're not pro-choice. Kill it if you feel like it. Are now, you yeah, pro-choice? Pro okay. But I'm at the same time. I, yeah, I, 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 the fuck I, I know. I agree. Uh, I think it comes down to love, though. Like when you're doing the fetish stuff, you're not. You're not, there's no love there, is really? There? All gay I'm fucking asking. is love? I, no. no, well, no. As far as the other stuff they want. What if accomplish? I lovingly put a red ball in my girl's mouth and put plastic bag over her fucking head? But I really care about. No, her. but he's saying that it's not just about that stuff. It's like the bottom line it's not is not just about the the sexual act. Opie, I know that, but that's my thing. What is it about? Please tell me. I don't know what you're fighting about. I don't want to. I can't agree with the fact that you want to fight. To love the same sex all the stuff I just without said. ridicule. Yeah. No, 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 but all the stuff I just said. a pretty good point about that All the stuff thing. I just said. There's marriage, which goes in with benefits. But what do they really want? And inheritance. Hold on. All that stuff. And, and the ability to adopt children. And the ability to work where you want to work without, without having to hide who you're with. Without having to pretend you're something you're not. The fact that... The, the fact that... Here's how you know there's a problem. <laughs> the fact that they wanted to make a constitutional amendment... Mm -hmm. To make their marriage illegal, the fact that that is something—I don't agree with that. But but Absolutely the fact don't. that that is such the fact that the country is looking at it like we have to change the constitution so these people cannot enjoy the same marriage that we enjoy shows you that it's a bigger issue than just what well, can I can I let hold here's, hands in the restaurant? Here's the issue with black people, and again, you know, speaking for everybody is, is you know whatever. Black people are not as long as the platform um, is compared to civil rights. You'll never ever get the cooperation from black people, even though it's a legitimate comparison in the sense of you're shaking your head no. But the fact is, there are people in power who are treating people who don't have that power 
wrongly. It's an oppression, it's an ugliness, Fair and it's enough. a fucking ignorance, mm -hmm. and it's people who are being hurt by other people who have no and, fucking and business I, hurting them. And when I say them. that, what, what you just said, right? What I, I say what I say based on feeling. It just ain't going to happen if if gays don't have uh, a real compelling argument to make black people feel their pain, that feel that the same way that we feel is the same way they feel. And it's civil rights. And a lot of people's civil rights can be violated for a lot of different reasons. Like, I am for that on that level, what you said. But the platform of the fact is, to me, I can't see past that it's your sexual preference. That's because black people are as shitty and awful as white people. Right. In this country... The hand has been dealt so much one way, but when you look in in, in Sudan, there's slavery. African country. Oh, no, 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 no. No, what I was gonna say to agree with you is that ultimately, this is what we. This is my thing about Africa. I never want to go back to Africa. I don't relate to it. I don't look at it and go kings and queens. We're from motherfuckers that'll chop a motherfucker's hand off for a diamond, genocide, killing each other. They do that shit in Africa. I'm not from. Fuck. I don't, I'm not an Africa guy. So everyone, I'm saying is this, is that everyone, when in a position to fucking say, hey, fuck you to the next guy, does it. It's a reality. But I'm not saying fuck you no, to no, gays, no, no, man, I, I, But all. in a way, if we're allowing people to be treated badly, it, it, sometimes there's a fuck you by lack of empathy. Sometimes it's a, like you say, how do you get black people to empathize? The fact that a group who has been shit on... Mm -hmm doesn't look at another group who's been shit on and go, even though we don't agree with you, now, hold on, you're being shit on. Here's, and gays have been so, as a group, pro-civil rights and so and so completely involved with, with black people. Like, never once turned their back on blacks. And here, here's the thing. Agree with you 100%. My thing is, okay, what do you want? As a black man, what do I want? Do I want things like the black president to to be the the basis for how far i've come because of moments moments because of 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 uh what, what am i looking what's what i'm looking because of okay the president or the first black guy in baseball or no. hey uh affirmative action you you got you got to give me fair and equal treatment do i want it in that manner or do i want it in in my in somebody's heart. So what I'm saying is, for the manner that I say you can get married, really, is the dismissive manner that this country does black people mean. And I'm going, I don't give a fuck. Right. Get married, but okay, do I do I want white people to go, man? This was wrong. Yes. Sure. So what? Gay people probably want to go. You know, you at, you you should be able to love who you want, which I am with. But I'm saying for me to be with you on a civil rights thing. You have to be more compelling than I want to love. I want to put it this way: if it's practical, like hey, I just want to have the same opportunities as this, this. Fuck yeah! But if you're gonna just like I can't make a white guy feel that he's not superior to me because he's white. I can't. I can't make him. But feel the more that. gay people think the same thing with races, you have to legislate certain things. And once the country, once you don't feel the whole country is saying as a government. You're wrong for being gay. And, and in a way, it feels like they are. And the church is saying it. 
when those organizations are not saying it, and all of a sudden, you know, you go, again, it's, it's generational. You go 150 years from now, and fucking gays have been adopted and living, and we all, because we all have gay people gay in our president. family. president. Well, maybe. <laughs> well, look, we've already had a gay governor, and I'm sure we've had more than that. Well, Bonnie Frank and gay, and gay openly gay uh, 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 priests. And it, it, what I'm saying is, as know, time goes on, and people get used to it, and live with each other, and have life experiences with each so other. So you think that, that will ultimately be the internal change? It, yes, but it, it happens over a long period of time. But that ain't happening in our lifetime. No, it's a sign of us being primitive. It's just like Tiger Woods, when he first won his thing, it's like, okay, it's like... Here's my thing. Here's what you think is. he's still dealing with racism yeah. in that sport? Yeah, because... In what way? Just not outward, I, I don't I, think. I, I t um, let, let me... Like, kind of going with some of the things you said today. Wow, Tiger Woods, black guy, winning it all. Like, what well, the fuzzy, fuck is this? Fuzzy Zella and then a bunch of years go by. I know the Fuzzy Zella thing. But a bunch of years go by, now it's like I don't see people really feeling the same because way toward Tiger. In general, there'll always be because they to the rule. Because I think it's just like the whole thing with the Celtics and all black guys. I think ultimately you want to win. And I think if uh, Obama does a spectacular job. But no one really wants Tiger to win for any reason that. Um, I think. Like you want your sports scene to win because you live in that city, but Tiger Woods, why would I, I want Tiger to win? I think the dominance. I love seeing him win because I love, I love yeah. seeing someone that great in their sport. And I, uh, that's why I root for Tiger. But there is something about a black guy dominating a white sport in the sense that you understand the historical relevance of it, even though we don't always speak it. You, there is a historical rele relevance for a, a sport that has historically been one way, and then way this white. guy comes along, but, uh, and he's not average. He he's he might be the best that ever played it, at least professionally. Or, right. It, there is something very compelling about putting those things together. I just don't. I'm a huge golf fan. I do not watch tie. I don't. I swear to you, Patrice. Because you'll probably question me on this. I don't see color when I see Tiger Woods anymore. I believe. I you. love. Seeing someone that is that much better than everyone else, and I like Muhammad Ali was that much better than sure. everyone else. You wanted to see him beat I, everybody. I believe you, dude. I do. I absolutely. And am my I thing is, am I the exception? My, no, or, no. I believe this is the thing. It's it's. At first, sure, I was like, "Wow, what? He's black, fucking dominating you, golf. This is crazy." You yes. feel powerless, but that's you used to now. it. You feel powerless. This is what I mean in terms of relating to the to the gay issue. As a black person, I feel. Like it's almost like I said, the hypothetical question is is powerless. It's like you go, here's how I'm free, or here's how Tiger Woods plays golf. Niggas can't play golf. Okay, niggas can. It, it, it's it's by the stroke of a pen. Niggas are free. Niggas ain't. It's like it no, it doesn't feel like there's ever really. It's it's still that this country has the power to the idea that someone has to fight and die to get rights. From people, it, it it seems it's something unfucked up about it. Like that, gays. This shouldn't even be an argument. This should be like, ah, I don't agree with guys, fucking guys, but I do love to see lesbians, fucking lesbians. And then, but it, about another person going, eh, all right, gays get married. It it's something wrong about that. That's what I'm saying. It's it's the just because the pen changes it, you're forced. As a person that wants to feel a certain way about another p people, you're forced to f be fake agreeable to it. And I don't know if fake agreeable adds up to, yes, to it real agreeable. Yes, it, I think in, in not all cases, and again, not in a, in a one lifetime thing, but fake agreeable, at worst case scenario, stops people from fucking with you. 
at worst case scenario, all right, they hate me, but I can live my life. And if they do something to interfere with my life because of who I am, I have a fucking recourse, a legal recourse, which I'm promised anyway in the fucking Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. um, if, as time goes on, most human experience is that the more you interact with people and as people get on, the way they feel changes because of their own personal experience. But first and foremost, you have to have someone put a stop to it. Go, all right, stop. This has to happen this way. You can get married. You can do what you want. And then it's, it's all of a sudden, your kids grow up with some fucking kids that are gay parents. And you go, well, he was a nice boy. I liked him a lot. And my son played very well together. I liked those parents. My kid would go over there and stay over. And they were really wonderful people. And they took him camping. All these things that you're afraid of, when you live through them and you see, oh, yeah, that was baseless, as time goes on, and again, it's unfortunate for us, it's a long fucking process. But as that happens, you look at it and go, wow, I was afraid of nothing. Because interracial relationships, there's still plenty of people that frown on them. But look at where that was 50 years ago, and look at how people look at that now. It's, it's, it's again. I love the point Yorn's making can today. You imagine? I love it. I'm I'm not with Norton, but here's, here's the thing that, that ultimately, and it goes with the gay thing and the black thing, is how you feel. Yeah. 16, 19, I believe. 16, 19, I'm very close, is when uh, sl slavery officially started. So you go, you go 17, 19, 18, 19, 20 years, 19, 19, 30, you go 400 years, man. And up until then, you could be as fucked up as you want to be as a white person to a black person up until yesterday so for 500 years you're going to tell me 389 389 years 400 years that that the the feelings in this country have changed since jim crow which was in 1950 1960 are you it just the feeling how the feelings in this country were changing before then absolutely they were changing before then um, don't forget, after a certain point, they wanted to keep slaves slaves for economic reasons. But then the feeling, a lot of the, uh, the country was split. Like, there was a lot of people feeling, this is horrible. And this is in a time where it was acceptable. Yeah. And it was changing. White was abolitionists, man. White people, uh, but look at the civil rights movement. The, the biggest, the turning point to that movement where the FBI got involved on a PR level is when that white woman from Detroit who was driving, I forgot her name, she was driving black people back and forth from Alabama to, uh, I think, oh, shit, but she was driving black people to vote. Right. They shot her. When that white woman died, then it, then Lyndon B. Johnson kind of was like, hey, straighten these motherfuckers out, man. But you can't just be shooting white women helping black people out. So ultimately, it took her to have something bad happen for that thing to change. But ultimately, I think in this country, and not for you and not for Opie, right. I'm talking about as this country, and you got the country that it it never has looked at it as wrong. It's always been, I better not do that because of what what it it can cost me. I think the percentage of people that look at it like you're saying is much smaller than you think. I, I think the fact that most people feel a certain you're not giving people Anthony credit. Anthony said that on the radio, by the way. Anthony said that it was a black guy that called in, and Anthony goes, he goes, look, I got in trouble for saying something at work. He goes, look, man, Anthony goes, if a white guy says something at work, we're going to get fired. That's why we don't say things like that. Anthony is, is to me, he's speaking because the guy is a smart fucking guy, and he's speaking 
to his gut, and he's speaking to how. Have you ever read something called the the um? But most the Willie Lynch papers. Hold on, hold no. on. You can't Wait, just. Hold on. Yeah, freedom of language at work yeah, is, is different. And most people probably think that way. Yeah, it's not we're just not, with that. Not, it's we're anything. not learning these huge moral lessons that you you think, Patrice. Th that's the problem. And I think, but it's not a white thing. I think it's uh, it's human beings don't learn these huge moral things. They, but just like I'm saying about they black, stop doing things because oh wow this is hurting me. But they're not thinking. Okay, now I understand. Exactly, I, it's I, not a malicious think, thing. They don't think right or wrong a lot. It's of times. not a malicious thing. That's why I keep I keep prefacing this shit. Yeah, with, it's not We're just an insidious guy. It, that it's not a the white people are sitting there. <laughs> why you know? I'm not saying that. It's a condition. That just the fact that I refer to you as white and you refer to me as black is what this country is. Look, Asians. That's but if it wasn't that, it would be big and small. It, it's always the most obvious thing. Fat like, and you know, thin. But you know, Wait yeah. a minute. Asians in this country, Asians to other Asians, Latinos to other. We, we are the only group who bond together by our color, and 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 that's why I brought up the thing about Obama and he's African is that we bond with him for his color. But Latinos, it, 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 do you realize the war with, with Latinos? Oh, yeah. Puerto Ricans are hated by Mexicans, Cubans. They don't consider themselves fucking us. Asians don't consider themselves us. But the other thing with the Asians and the Puerto Ricans is they have a difference in language. I know black Africans did. I know the Irish did. But white people and black people for a very, very long time in this country have shared language. Whereas when you look at Asia, there is that one weird thing that separates most Spanish people in their house speak one language and outside or speak both. That does. There is a cultural connection that they have. Which no, not most, each other. Mexicans. No, no, no. Spanish to Spanish, Asian to Asian. They don't like each other. Right. No, I know. Japanese and Chinese are two different languages. Yes, completely. And they hate each other. Yeah. But this country wants to desperately look at them all like Asian. all Asian. Well, they all and are Asian. And they're not having it. But they are all Asian in the sense that anyone with a certain dark skin tone is black and anyone with a certain skin tone is white. You do lump people in by appearance. All, like, it's like when you say someone's Latin yeah. from Latin America. That covers a lot of Spanish people, some of who hate each other. But most Spanish people, a Dominican, a Puerto Rican, or a Cuban, and they, you don't say, join you know, into this, they don't join in together in this country for a to have uh, some type of silent war. Black people and white people are the only people in this country who band together who actually have nothing to do with the history of why we hate each other. Do you, do you feel what I'm saying? Like, I, my Just, father's from Barbados. I really don't have anything to do with slavery, but I'm black. It's like, it's an automatic inherited kind of fucked up feeling. And I didn't make it up. You should be flattered. We don't pay attention to any other groups like we do the blacks. Oh, yeah, we are the number one oppressed, <laughs> nigga. You should be flattered. <laughs> I don't want nobody trying to take hey, our oppression from us. There, isn't there a racism within the black community depending on what Uncle color? Uncle Tomness, it's, it's not color, color no. Light it's, skin. No. Some are, are looked down upon because they are light skin. Uh, yeah, but that... I know that it was happening in South Africa. Willie but Willie Lynch papers. Willie Lynch papers. But is that not that. happening or what? Not not as much as it was, but it is like that. Fuck that. It's the it's like the school days thing with Spike Lee. You know the uh, wannabes and the jigaboos. That uh, old black bitch. Oh look at that. She got good hair and it's a, it's all from fucking slavery. Opie. Right. It's big. It's it's a fucking big deal that we don't even know what the big deal. But is. But again, if it wasn't slavery, maybe it is in this case. 
But over in Africa, it's tribal. Or over somewhere else, it's something. There's always a reason why people are going to fucking infight. Like, again, when you look at, you know, I, I don't know enough about African tribes, but I know... And otherwise, when one tribe would conquer another, they would be they would enslave the tribe. And I know it wasn't the total degradation that they suffered at the hands of Europeans, the total removal of everything. But it was still, you know, we're murdering you and enslaving you. It wasn't polite. But they so, probably removed a lot of their yeah their being. Yeah, of course, kidding? but I'm, I'm saying it wasn't as as I, I, probably not as dehumanizing as what it's, happened here. It's it's here's the thing. It's like okay, you can do two things. One, you can be completely focused. See, that's the thing I, I you know, I love about the white experience is that you can be completely focused on you, meaning you don't have to defend anything white. If it's wrong, it's wrong. It's, right. you know, it's just like, Hey, this is my issue. You don't have to take up. If a white guy does some dumb shit, um, all you have to do is go look at that dumb motherfucker. You don't have to associate with him. My thing is I would love to get to a point, um, where, okay, I got two choices. One, I completely just focus on me and, do what I can to do the best for me and not think about blackness at all. Just not think about it. Just take it all as, hey, officer, you know, you're doing your job. If I could think like that, life would be easier in my gut. But ultimately, if you think for a minute about the plight of a people, you know what I mean, and how people are presented to the world, um, you, can't, you can't help but be fucking upset. It's just like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, look at the stereotype and I always bring Jews back because they have the only plight that is close. You know yeah. what I mean? Like gays, there wasn't like all gay slaves at some right, point right, in this world. Right. So it's like Jews are, their stereotype is they own the banks, the, <laughs> the media, the, they rule the world, they're bastards running the puppet strings. For a people to be had upgraded themselves, pulled themselves up to, to the level of that's their stereotype, I would. I just want to have a goddamn decent stereotype as a nigga. I want to have a stereotype like Big dick. you know. You got it. Thanks. An intellectual one. <laughs> Thanks for my big dick that I don't have. If that was one, you know what I'm saying? But 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 I watch a lot of porn and there's some giant white dicks floating around this planet. Goddamn right there are. Giant. Yeah, I was goddamn so, right. So it's ultimately it's an opportunity for me because there are some unspectacular. Boring, mediocre black people out there. Yes, I'm sitting but, next to one. But, <laughs> come on, folks. So, <laughs> you got some good positive stereotypes, though. Name thirty. We, we it's all slavery. Big. It's all. Dude. It's all crack of fear. It's all physical we, stuff. Yeah. Run fast, jump high. Well, what's wrong yeah. with that? And and again, here's another thing that fucks up is the gender line. Because America don't give a fuck about black women. Black women don't scare America. Y'all love sassy black. Flip mouth black women. I don't know. Oh Lord of Jesus, watch out! If... Give me a break. I should be chief. Chief, you a crazy motherfucker, chief. Hey Florence, get your big head out of here. They love. They love. You never see a fucking. That's why Obama is so wonderful to people. Is that it? It's a black man in that position because America never fucks with the eye because you're afraid. That we gonna get some type of goddamn I'm, Negro revenge. I'm more afraid of Michelle Obama than Barack. Why? I don't know. You love Michelle Obama. She crazy. Her and her, no, 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 no. Michelle Obama is not like she crazy. Michelle Obama seems very radical, and I know Barack's much more radical than that side. Sure. Uh, they Hell sat. Yeah, look at his wife. Which is fine, but they sat in church with fucking Jeremiah Wright for she, for twenty years. They knew it, and it's, I, I'm actually fine with it. And I can't. 
take them to task for that any more than I can take Bush or anybody else for sitting there believing that Christ pushed a big rock out of the way. It's like if you're going to call people, <laughs> if you want to call people's religious... don't believe in dinosaurs. Anybody that doesn't believe in dinosaurs is unreasonable. You're a fool. I don't want to talk to you. You're ever. a blithering idiot that's if you don't believe in dinosaurs. You don't believe in dinosaurs, yeah, you fucking asshole. You're a that's fool. Always a, that's always a tough conversation to have with somebody. Hey, <laughs> you don't believe in dinosaurs? What are you, a dick? Let's at least agree there were dinosaurs. <laughs> Mate, can we agree on anything? <laughs> We're not going to agree there's, there's there no were dinosaurs? dinosaurs? You think... Holy that, shit. There's a plot? That's what I'm saying about Jeremiah Wright. He goes, you know, AIDS was invented by... Or HIV was invented by the government. And, and, and people go, oh, God, this is crazy. And I'm like, well, eh, possibly. But uh, do I believe it? No. But possibly? But, but you're going to say that the government couldn't invent... Uh, they they invented a a a paranoia or a or a plot to make you convinced that HIV doesn't exist, but they also are up to trying to make me believe there's dinosaurs. Like, what is the plot to why I should believe in dinosaurs? Who the fuck? Can, why would you invent that dinosaurs live? They don't disagree with dinosaurs what? living. They disagree with carbon dating. They understand right. they think that the dinosaurs are real. Okay. They just think the carbon dating was wrong because they're blithering fucking idiots. And what's the carbon dating? Carbon dating says that here the truth how old 60 is. million years right. ago, and which destroys the, the literal biblical idiocy they're living with. So wait, so the dinosaurs were here in what? 6,000 years with people, too. Yeah. They think the dinosaurs and people coexisted. They acknowledge dinosaurs. Dinosaurs existed how long ago, Jimmy? Like six... Well, the Jurassic area was 60 million. I mean, they, no, they, I know that, but what they're saying is uh, just oh, a mere 6, few thousand, thousand years. Yes. A few thousand years ago, All dinosaurs and humans walking. Dinosaurs and, and Pontius Pilate and, and the whole, Yes, and Christ was riding one. Yes. dinosaurs living millions of years ago is insane. Yes. That's what they think. Because they don't acknowledge evolution... Yes. And, and that's I, the argument that I just can't have with unreasonable. people. Unreasonable. Right. I don't even feel like I'm going down that I'm a reasonable guy. Like, if we go back to the gay thing, I don't want gay people to think I'm fucking... I just go, please give me a convincing argument to make me go, you know what, that's very, very fair. And that's how you know it's been a long morning when Patrice O'Neill says, I'm a reasonable guy. I'm yeah. reasonable. Who are you trying to kid? I'm not a... a <laughs> reasonable. I'm exhausted. Yeah. It really Fuck is. It's reasonable. been a four-hour temper tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You cock-sucking motherfuckers. Anything this, else you want to get off your chest while really, we're here as your punching this, bags? This five hours is get Exhausting. Anthony. <laughs> but he's different. <laughs> Anthony. Anthony refilmed Birth of a Nation six times. <laughs> oh. I love Anthony, but I am watching my friend. Unravel. He's you know, coming apart at the so. seams. He's coming apart. <laughs> Every day. At the seams. You motherfuckers. Patrice is what? You're very unreasonable. But Anthony's coming yeah, apart. Anthony's almost beyond down, help. Patrice. You're still within the realm of help. Anthony is unhelpable. <laughs> Anthony will only be helped. And that's what white people up. want. Turn the other cheek, niggas. No, 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 no. shit. Ant's making a good point about I mean, uh, Jim. Jimmy's making a good point about it. No, I'm talking about Anthony. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. saying that you're still salvageable as a yeah. person. Anthony. I don't want to be salvageable well, as long as are. Anthony's around. Anthony is going to be. Anthony's going to come out of it someday in a psychiatric hospital <laughs> mumbling something racist. <laughs> and and even even people who are like his family are going to go, you're taking it and too far. And this is beyond taxes. It's bullshit. Do you understand we're doing a radio show with the next I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore? Yeah, guys. it's fucking How great is this it's for us absolutely he's fucking this is peter network, fish man he really is gonna We're walk living network
He's this is excited. Except he's not going to inspire anybody to do anything. All right. Anthony's, yes, he is. No. He's not. He's gonna, Anthony's not a mean dude. He's going to inspire some psychopath garbage man to... to All right, calm down know. now. Now, Anthony's Jesus. only expressing anger and stuff, but Anthony's not a mean dude. And There's you know nothing mean about what Anthony's no, saying. No, I'm not saying he's going to he, inspire. He expresses uh, what a lot of yeah. people are thinking. I have to piss. Yeah. I have to piss badly. So, why, when I'm saying it, I'm fucking crazy? Because you're black. No one thinks you're crazy. It's a black thing. Well, thank you for being honest. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> At least I get that from you, motherfuckers. All right, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, the sex thing. We could do that. We've got a pastor what? preaching seven days of sex. What are the people on the we have phones? Of people that hold on for hours. I agree well, uh, we got John Connecticut. At least our hatred for gays can bring races together. We got Rich in Connecticut. How can anyone believe people and dinosaurs existed together? Uh, Pat and Belmore, religious freaks also say God put dinosaur bones here to test our faith. Oh, my God. Does somebody actually say that and nod? Religious freaks, too. How dumb are people? <laughs> and you wonder why we have problems in this country. Because uh, motherfuckers are stupid. But it's like, how do you expect to work I would never argue with a religious freak. I can't be bothered. I, I could argue with you all day, Patrice. Because they're, they're based in a I faith that's... I can't be bothered. There's no prejudice. There's not many prejudices that are as unshakable as a religious person's faith. Because when you, when, you, when you argue religion with somebody and you can hear how they're so rooted in it, it's because they're raised from day one thinking that. And to fucking shake them from that is this admission that everything has been right. just nonsense. All those hours I wasted? Yeah. Let's go to Chris in Florida. Am I that big of an idiot? Chris in Florida yes. writes, gays just want equal protection under the law. This guy... I said that! In Arizona, he says he's gay. We're up against church-funded psychos who want to block our rights. His marriage is a church issue. Keep it out of government. No, it's not. It's not, not stop really, it. Not the, really. courts, the courts are not done by the church. Right. And the courts are... The, the, the church is not, isn't doing divorces, okay? The church... The marriage fucking is not courts a are. total church thing. Of course man. it's not. It, and if black people bond so much, why is there so much black on black crime? We don't bond so much. That's mm. that's, that's, that's that's what I'm saying. It's the statement that he hasn't been listening to anything. And, and a lot of people would say that that was a certain uh, a self hatred of the black community, which was put there yep. because of all the years of mistreatment. That now people just start attacking each other. I mean, that's what some people would say. I would not be one of those people. Are we uh, actually well, would kind any of any of these guys you want to talk to? We just clear the line stuff. I, I wouldn't mind talking to one of the gay guys. We don't get a lot of gay calls. Yeah, I, 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 would, uh, I do want to pee first. Want to be a I want to hear a reasonable. All right, what's, like, your, just, what's just your name, be sir? Man. I'll be right back. Arizona. This is Dan. What's up? Hey, Dan. What do you Yo, got today? The cocksucker. Uh, I just want, yes, the cocksucker. <laughs> I just wanted to say, um, you know, there was, a, there was some recent propositions in California, Arizona, and there was, there was at least five to one funding from Mormon organizations, the church organizations, to put propaganda on the TV, on everywhere, just to, just to get their, their churchy little agenda passed. Which was, uh, which was, is discriminatory, discriminatory. And also, it's not illegal to fire somebody if they're gay. If they're gay, you can fire them and there's no legal recourse. So what is it? But, okay, my, my thing is, and this is where I sound like a fucking asshole is, look, I don't, I agree. What, what do, do you, do you want all these things to change just by the stroke of a pen and, okay, you can't get fired because you're gay? Or would you love to have just, a feeling that everybody really did they just don't care you can do what you want that you know hey how are you hey i'm gay i'm not gay you don't feel the need to ever have to visit 
your gayness. You know what I'm saying? In or do you just want it by the pen? In a utopian society, sure, that would be great. But you know what? The money talks here. And if you have funding from these gigantic church corporations funding their, their agenda, they're going to win. And what do, gays, win. what do gays actually want? What is what, is what they're what fighting want, for? What is Proposition 8 really for? We want the ability to be able to protect our spouses, for lack of a better term, right now. You know, well, can't, now, can you do room. that with wills? Can't you do that with wills and, and, and law? Like, if something happens, you can just, you know, hey, he, if something happens to me, you get this, and, you know. So, uh, I think it's... Similar things that you can do, but it's not... Yeah, they want day-to-day the day stuff, too, Patrice. But only if you have a will. Yeah. What? Like, if, if, you, if your partner, I guess, is in the hospital, <laughs> you can't even fucking visit them. I think you can. You can, but if there's no will, like, if, you, if you're uh, guys who live together and there's no will... Uh, unless you say there's not a will, the the night the spouse won't get it, it'll be the fucking family. You know what I mean? It's like you want you want like basic stuff. You want to bring your partner to a, let's say a Christmas party without people now looking at you differently. And the but right they're to gonna it. look at you differently. I understand that, but they want to start somewhere. And how about this? The right to make uh, medical decisions. Like if that's uh, the one I'm mostly talking about. Yeah, oh. your partner's in the hospital, and you're like, well, I I know what he would want. You have no say in that. So shit. is that the issue, sir? Is that? Absolutely, oh, ma'am, yeah. I'm sorry. I think all of it, right? I think it's more like day-to-day -day stuff, right? Well, no. It's, acceptance. It's really, really, the legal stuff. Acceptance is is, is what's going to happen from the people. You don't want to be. It's not going to happen through legal the legal system. But just going also to a point Patrice made, which is, you know, you guys got to stop comparing us to to the black uh, plate. And I agree. You know, it's it's not the exact same thing. I don't think gays should be. Saying, "Oh, we're in the exact same position as blacks were uh, years ago," because we're not. You know, we're not. We're not discriminated against quite as badly, but there still is definitely discrimination there. And I'm agree. I'm just saying that you're not. If, if if talking about platforms and how people respond to different things, you 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 cannot make me join you on the platform of like on the platform of just, hey man, I want to be able to. This guy I love, I want to be able what to decide his, whether his organs get to go. I want to be able to. I want to be able to be a family member. I want to love him and get the same rights from loving him as anyone else does. But to to say it's a civil rights thing in terms of comparing it to what we went through, which is, it's just not a choice. Like if you ask a black person, there might be black people that go, you know, I don't want to be black. Like for real. I agree with you, and um, I th the only thing I can say is I, I don't know. Uh, can I su can I suck your dick? To change your <laughs> I was gonna say you sound like a reasonable gay guy. Like this, here's the gay guy that needs to be the gay spokesman. But that's just <laughs> like the dick. difference is, like okay, Jesse Jackson, who is the black spokesman, but and, and but he's black. Like he's super black. Right. So it's like he's James Brown black. But it's like gay gay people. When people think of gay, they wait, don't wait, think of this you, fucking guy. Like, let me let me try to know? let me try to bring some comedy back into the show because it's been about four hours. Thank you, uh, sir. So if Jesse Jackson is the black spokesperson for the black people, mm -hmm. who would his equivalent be in the gay community? Would it be very you know, Harvey Firestein? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm getting at. We want to just. <laughs> we want the right to love. <laughs> Shut up, sissy. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> if there was a if there was a Republican straight laced Republican lesbian, right? Who you go? Oh shit! Look the lesbian. Yeah. No, like 
Sarah Palin lesbian? If Sarah Palin was a lesbian. Or perhaps, or perhaps if Condoleezza Rice was one. Yes. Mm. Which, mm. Uh, uh, But Ellen's uh, one. Uh, Ellen is the spokeswoman. She looks like Opie. If, if I, <laughs> I used to have the same hair as her, too. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Pathetic. Like, what the fuck? She's, this is like, why, why am I watching this, this bull be the spokesman for gayness? If it's just like somebody, like this dude is reasonable, and he's not going, you know, his, it's not a, you don't even feel sexual from this dude. It's just like, dude, here's what we want, and this is how we feel. Well, you're basically. And there's no emotional, like, thing that I have to be tied to and I go, you know, hey, I'm with you, motherfucker. Just You want the uh the reasonable straight sounding gay guy like a lot of white people I'll respond to that. A lot of white people yeah. respond to the white sounding black guy. Absolutely. Who Obama is. Absolutely. Yeah. Obama's a fucking Harvard guy though. Him and his wife are know, Harvard lawyers. Chris Rock's whole, I don't know it word for word, but Chris Rock's bit about how, you know, he's he does that whole flavor flavor uh, com yeah. comparison. He's right too. Yeah. He was like the first black, whatever of the Harvard Review. I mean, right, he, right. he lives. Yeah. He lives a life I don't relate to either. No, but we're of dealing with not. we're dealing with feelings based on how we how people are gonna make you feel better. And oh, by the way, Stephen S. from Bayshore, the gay equivalent to Jesse Jackson. We found one worse. Mm -hmm. uh, Rip Torn. <laughs> you know Charles Nelson. Uh, I'm sorry, Rip Taylor. Rip Torn. Rip Taylor. But Paul, nobody. Paul Lynn. Paul Lynn. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to be the object of ridicule, right? Nobody. But you understand intuitively that we can't legislate that. We understand that we can't make people not like like us or dislike us. But the things that we can control, which is like that guy said, wanting equal protection under the law, I think people are very, very justified in wanting that and mm -hmm. demanding it. People should not have to ask for that. It, and it, I agree it, with that. Yeah. I, and and my thing is not society now. It's not. It really. It's 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 his his. If if you didn't learn history, if it's possible to get rid of history. It wouldn't be a problem. Like, do people think that fucking Indians feel better because they have casinos now? Like, them motherfuckers are footnotes in history. This country fucked Conquered. them. Conquered them. All right, so we'll get you guys some casinos. I'll take that. The, 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 I'll take the that. I'll be a little happier. The casinos made it a little easier. It he, did, but if you I ask mean, an Indian, they're not going to go, yeah, mm, uh, oh, feel better. Hey, they were, right, so in, in fairness, they were conquered. What? They were the Indians were conquered. It, it was like I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it is what it is. They were fucking. It was a hostile takeover. As far as them being fucked, it was a conquering. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it's different. How about we get a few black casinos? <laughs> black people. Because we happen. really need like some kind of like solution. As it is now, we were not ready for that. A solution. We're not ready for no black casinos. Motherfuckers yeah. stealing and robbing them, <laughs> robbing their own casinos. There's no machine. Everyone's playing dice. Everybody unplugs. <laughs> Motherfuckers unplugging the cameras. <laughs> Cheating at dice. Get the fuck out of here. We're not ready for that shit. Yeah, that's hilarious. We're getting ready to play uh, What Did We Learn on the Opie and Anthony Show. This, this show flew by. Well, we do have this pastor. This is a pretty good story. Could get to it real fast. Ooh, a juicy apple. We got a Texas pastor who's a little mealier than I like. I like a crisper Fuji apple. Listen to this. The setting looks a lot more like a rock concert than a church. Uh -oh. And the sermon isn't what you might be used to hearing. God is pro sex. He thought it up. It was his idea, and he wants those of us who have said I do to do it. 
Pastor Ed Young of the Fellowship Church in Dallas made headlines last week by calling unmarried couples to have sex every day for a week. That challenge started Sunday and runs to next week. You show me someone's sex life and I'll show you the temperature, the tone and the tenor of their relationship. Young's non-denominational church has a congregation of 20,000. <clears> the media attention has given Young's challenge far greater power. And it's a, a topic that we can talk about the, with our friends who are non-Christians, and they're intrigued that the church is willing to talk about it. Nah, the church is getting attention for themselves. It's <laughs> so obvious. This guy, shut up. But he's married, though. Which the, the fact that priests are stuck with their dicks in their pants is why it's become a fucking haven for fucking the people it's become a haven for. It's because those fucking dumb motherfuckers won't let the Catholic priest marry. Those I was, outdated I was asking motherfuckers. I was asking questions about that the other day with somebody. I'm like, all right, so you're a priest. You have the feelings. Sex is wrong? Like, what is the actual thought on this stunt, stunt, because they because uh, now it's a physical thing too you got to get as we like to joke on the show the poison out so the priests have to get the poison out well you know a stunt brain was so saying, they jerk off and it's it's like you're uh, they, taking your morning vitamin like what they, is it they fight and then they lose and then they hide it like everybody no, else i'm not even talking about all the shit that went wrong i'm talking about the joe priest mm -hmm. he's decided uh, a life of celibacy right but right. he still has the poison in him like, what is that all about? He like, prays and beats the himself shit on the to, back with something. But like the that shit has to come out. Like, do we movie. have any priests that listen to the show? I doubt it. Or no. maybe that someone knows this. Do they wait for the wet dreams? Are they jerking off but trying, to, but acknowledging that this is just something I have to do I, physically? No, it doesn't have to come out. They just they pray it away, like you said, or they, or they fight the urge, or they put the energy into something else. It doesn't have to come out. It stays in. What about the old the old sperm? Because jerking off, quite frankly, for us is, so is like a period for women. We got to right. get that old nut out. Right. I'm sure. But they the priests feel that way too. Dude, they jerk off. They fuck kids sometimes. I'm not. So they jerk their dick. But of I'm not even. They do. I'm and they talking, apologize to God. I'm talking about the guys that are playing by all the rules, not the fucking pedos. He fucking he pray, he prays for strength, and some win and some don't. So. That's crazy. He yeah. prays, he prays God, and I, and sometimes don't you have <clears throat> to like it builds up in you, and you have no. to. Get don't you ever jerk no. off? And you, I jerk off sometimes, and I go, I jerk off sometimes, and it's not even sexual. It's just like yes, I I better do this. Like <sighs> I better get it out the way. So ultimately, sometimes I go, oh damn, damn. Like have you ever had anything you done? What's the moment in your life where you felt? creepy where you went where you went oh my god i just crossed over to something I do you didn't mean want. like do you mean like after you've come and i'm just guessing no <laughs> do you mean after you've come and you have hydrogen peroxide in your mouth because you have shit in your mouth like like i mean would it be a moment like that i don't well, know the first time you did that like the, the, the i've done creepier shit than this but i remember this is when i felt creepy and i fought it i jerked off in a peat booth in new york the first time I jerked off in a peep booth in public in a booth, I felt dirty. Like, I felt like a dirty. I felt like a motherfucker that, like a flasher, or I felt like a piece of shit. See, I felt like I was born when that happened. That never bothered me. <laughs> I felt like I felt like a caveman when he first sees the sun. <laughs> Getting ready for what did we learn on the opening of the show? Second part of the uh, the sex story with the with the pastor. Young delivered his sermon in front of a bed that he said represented marriage. 
Stanchions around the bed represented barriers like kids and career. And if we aren't happy together, if our relationship is damaged in any way, we can't give it back to our kids. We can't pass it down to the people where we're around. And while Young says the church has historically been silent on sex, he says sex in the context of marriage should be talked about. It's a God-given thing that he gave us, and only the world's view of it has distorted it. We'll see next week, but I think it can only help us and strengthen our relationship. So we'll definitely see, you know, seven days it's a challenge, so I'm up to it. We'll know in a week if the challenge works. Challenge, shut up. Just getting attention for that particular church. Hey, uh... Did you get some? Yeah, that was a bad one. We were supposed to do Raisin Bran Monday, but I'm so happy. We're supposed to do the complete opposite show than we're doing today. <laughs> I was I was cutting a couple of hot juicy ones, yeah. and I fanned them over, and it was it was fucking great. It was like it was like an aerial view of watching the troops. <laughs> so all I had to do was just I just watched his nose crinkle up. <laughs> A true crop dusting. That ain't good. You sick. Hey, oh, Jim in so Wayne, New Jersey. Priest friend of mine. See, I don't know who to believe. Uh, priest friend of mine. No, they have porn. They jerk off. Again, I some want, do. I really want to know the answer don't. to this. You meant the ones who don't give into it, right? Like, you, you, you talk about the ones that don't jerk off. Which a lot of them don't. I'm sure what some is, of them obey the rules. What is the rule of the church if you're trying to be, like, sin to masturbate? Of course it's a yeah. sin. It's a Not sin. All sexual shit. They're awful. They're yeah. repressed, and it's dishonest and God, outdated and awful. God would understand. God, a human fucking you think Christ being. cared if people jerked off? God understands everything right. that happens on earth. He watched, right. <laughs> Christ washed a leper's tootsies. He doesn't care if people are I'm fucking whacking their bags. If we murdered each other like a, uh, like a lion murders antelope, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be a sin. It's a sin because we created the idea that that whole that God and evil and good and the devil. If I if I if I ate a motherfucker and I hunted him down because I was hungry, that shit is not. <laughs> that shit ain't a sin. It ain't a fucking sin. That's right. Uh, Fast Freddy starts it. I learned today Patrice is scared of the reindeer on the Merritt Parkway. <laughs> that goofy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Merritt's scary, man. That's a. I think we went too local, but that road is fucking but scary, it, it, especially at night. It gets you to that Boston a, very fast. I know. It's the shortest way, pretty much, but that is a scary fucking road. You want the stinger? Yeah. Oh, we have the stinger? The brand new stinger for What Did We Learn on the Opie and Anthony Show. Here comes. What did we learn? What did we learn? I like it. It's got style. It's got pizzazz. It's awesome. It's We're, melodic. People are like arguing, you know, line of the day. What did we learn? We're just changing it up. That's all. Just we'll do go, both. We'll go, we'll go back to line of the day. Yeah, we'll have fun. No worries. Also, I'm going to go to Whack Bag. I want to see what uh, the listeners uh, would vote their top five comedians. I think it's pretty much going to be Pryor, Carlin, Lenny Norton. Bruce. The more you think about it. It shouldn't be Lenny, though. It should be Pryor, Carlin. But we'll see what they, you know. Don't let us influence you. Just name your top five comedians. Yeah. Let's get a poll going. I, I really want to see what the listeners would put at number three. And I'm kidding. Don't put Norton, because that would only disgust Patrice and Voss and yeah. Colin. And it would wreck our whole fucking poll. No, I, I was saying that it would, I think it would be a very legitimate choice. Yeah. Sure. Sure. The fact that you said go to Whack Bag and ask that. You think they're going to have Pryor and Carlin? They're not going to have Pryor and Carlin. Oh, uh, yes, yes, they, they will. will, dude. Sure they will. If they're being honest. You gotta they love those guys. <laughs> Pryor yes. and Carlin, were, they're not, 
Then I that uh, Carlin more so just because he he performed up until like last year, whereas Pryor kind of stopped in '83, and uh, it was harder for Pryor because so many people have stolen his shit since him. People who like Pryor stuff, like when you listen to it, it doesn't hit you the same way because socially the country has changed, and so many a lot of people who grew up not watching Pryor, who grew up say starting with Murphy and guys after him. Then see Pryor afterwards, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, the black thing. They're, they're not seeing, they've seen the carbon copies before they've seen the original, which is, is it's like people who watch the American office before they watch the British office. A lot of them will enjoy the American office and think, oh, the British one, instead of understanding the British one. British way beauty. better, but they're two different shows now. Yeah. I, li I like the American office, but I, I, don't, <coughs> I don't compare the two anymore. Adam in Detroit, today I learned that the Indians were XM and the white man was serious. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. It's a damn good point. Uh, you know what? Uh, I got to say, I, I spent most of the weekend just spinning around the old dial, the old satellite radio yes. dial. We got some fine choices through this merger. I fucking did I the have same to thing. Say that. Yep. Some of the DJs got to shut the fuck up and stop uh, acting like regular radio guys because that's not what this whole thing's about. You, I mean, you have to look down and go, "Oh, that's right, I'm, I'm listening to satellite." Because some of these guys are acting like they did in the regular radio world. You don't have to do that shit. Yeah, I another did. fart going. I, fart just, I, did, I did the same thing. And I was Hair Nation is. I love Hair I Nation. I like Boneyard better than Hair Nation. I, I love Boneyard Nation. person. Uh, first Wave is way better than Fred ever was. I never heard Fred. It's just all that new wave stuff. They play a lot more. They play more hits, which I don't mind because regular radio's not really focusing on uh, a new wave for the most part. They'll do an hour here and there. Channel eighteen. What's eighteen? Elvis. Oh, the Elvis channel? I don't love the ACDC channel um, or the Zeppelin one. I, I like both of those bands, channel. but I don't think that they have the catalogs that Elvis did as far as the amount of different shit you could play. Do you have to pay for this? Um, no, because the merger, like, you know, they just gave you more choices. I, I love it. They really a lot. did. I mean, I, just right some now, of my favorite you channels. Radio, you, these are things you have. Uh, you yeah, they got like, to. like they got the Jimmy Buffett channel. Not a huge fan, but I checked, yeah, it's good. But I checked it out, and in between doing Buffett songs, they they had a cool uh, Almond Brothers jam. Like right on, man. One thing they got to do, which is dumb that they haven't figured this out, and this might have something to do with free subs and cars. I don't know, but we can't get. If you're an employee, we have a free account because we're employees. Right. We can't get like Howard 100 or any of these other ones that they're promoting, like that are pay channels, like football, and a lot of the serious employees might not be able to get opiate. It's like, That's just we're stupid. the guys, it's just, well, it's an oversight. We're the guys you should be giving it to for free because we can talk about it. And I can't report on Howard 100 or I can't report on fucking the NFL, their coverage on serious because... I can't hear it. And we try to get it, and they're like, yeah, pay for it. Like, what? It's We're like, the yeah, ones that are going to be pushing this out for it's you. Like you should be smart business-wise. They want wise. us to read promos about how great it is. How about you give it to us for free? I've so never heard read, them. So we can listen, because here we are doing a uh, a little set on the changes, and we can't comment about Martha, Howard. And Any the, of them, because I have not heard NASCAR. their channels. I haven't heard NASCAR radio in, fuck, how long now? A couple years. years. They should figure out a way we to do to that. We have to sit here and go, it's great. I don't know if it's great. You know, I can tell you that Hair Nation, I'm loving. First Wave, I'm loving. Margaritaville, when they're not shoving Buffett down your throat. ACDC, not so much. The Zeppelin thing, great. Uh, Classic Rewind is a pretty solid uh, channel. That Elvis channel is fucking great. What else do they do on the Elvis channel, though? I heard, all I heard was Elvis. Really? Yeah. They got to throw in some other stuff, though. Nah. They usually do. Just yeah, to probably, mix but it up a little bit. Uh... Ba -ba 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 -ba. All right. 
Uh, let's say hi to Chris in Connecticut. Connecticut, we're playing. What did we learn on the Opie and Anthony show? Sans Anthony today. Ooh. he'll be back tomorrow, and I'm sure, I'm sure he didn't listen today, so he'll have nothing to say about today's show. <laughs> what do you got, Chris? Yeah, I learned today that um, slavery is impolite. Yeah, slavery is impolite, Patrice. I would say it's just quite. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter would say it was discourteous. <laughs> it, could be, it could have been a little more tickly. Makes through cum in her hair, and all he said was discourtesy is unspeakably ugly to me. He considered that discourteous right. to throw a, lo a crazy <clears throat> man load into the hair of a girl. I would love to talk to somebody to death. I would too. <laughs> well, I'm sure you have, and don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at Opie's like, oh, nigga, I'm about to die. <laughs> no, I got, I got some shit to do. That's all. What do you got to do? I would love to stay. Wedding stuff. Uh, yeah. All right. Opie, the new liquid metal sucks. I haven't, I haven't checked out liquid metal. Hey, Opie, they you brought not... in all the serious DJs and they play a lot of shitty radio metal. I want Boneyard hey, and Eddie Trunk. Yo, are you uh, not uh, doing the do so that your honeymoon could be explosive? What? Oh, he, I think he's, he's saying that you kind of hold off on sex or the honeymoon. Is, is that what you're asking? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So the honeymoon, just is, so the honeymoon is spectacular. I, it's it's always explosive. Talk to me, man. It's always explosive. We're doing, we're, we're living our lives. Really? Yes. I want the honeymoon to be like, boom, bow, bam. Well, yeah, it will be. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Delicious. <laughs> what, what, I should have held out? I mean, y'all been together a while. I know if I I marry my girl, I have to like not do it for at least two weeks before the wedding, just What's so it can be with you? fantastic. Dude, four plus years, it's explosive. You know, when I talk like this, people, whatever. It's explosive every time. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. Every time. I never even thought twice that I'd have to to uh, hold two three times a week two three times it's a week? amazing I'm saying two three times a it's week. amazing five days a week it's it's very healthy five days a week it's very healthy what's healthy well, that's a fair question you're being vague what's, what's like a couple of 25 times a week <laughs> come on you're 40 what are you 48 48 <laughs> what's wrong with you how old are you i was nice to you today no you wasn't you motherfucker. I fucking was nice to you you want to go a bitch, let's i go let's do it not physically, fucking not stupid. No, mentally. What the fuck? Of course, we got to play it in white games. We got to do it in white. It's white rules. I say, for, <laughs> I say, I say for the honeymoon, you take the belt. Fuck no. Well, I'm just telling you, that's how you tell a girl like I'm yours forever. Fuck. I know what comes out of there. You <laughs> take the belt. Ugh. Are you the belt. fucking kidding me, man? <laughs> yes. He is kidding. It's I don't think he is kidding. He is. He's never taken the belt. No, 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 no. Are you you talking about a dildo in his butt cheeks, right? Yeah. Um, first of all, I mean a strap on. A strap on, right? Not a Jimmy, dildo. What am Jimmy I, silly? Wants, Jimmy th I, thinks the special belt is perfect for. I think that. I think it that, says that you are. That's the most <laughs> fucking. I'm yours, that honey. Making me sick thing. It's that I'm yours, you honey. You said bitch. a lot of things that's sick of me, but this one is up there. Is that a woman fucking you in your ass, and that's all they really want to do, dude? Have you fuck you in your ass? Have you ever had the special belt? Nope. I told you that the closest Why I came. looking at me? They want to be the fucker. Oh please. I, I'm Nurse mm -hmm. Pig in, in Vegas. Same cloth. I know this. Who used to piss in my mouth and spit on me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we're off the air. Now tell me the truth. What's she uh, took the strap on, and I had no real desire to ever be fucked with the strap Breeze on. Breeze it up, and you just made a... No, 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 no. no. Like here's a grunting ha- noise. Here's she looked... There was something bizarrely sexy about her in that, because it was so perverse. And because I thought she was so sexy. So mm-hmm. she knelt between my legs, and she was slapping my ass with it. And it was so dirty that she was doing this, and so inappropriate. I liked it, because she was dirty. Um, but then when she pushed it, I, she tried to push it in and it hurt, and I stopped her. Because that's not a desire. It's, it's not a physical feeling that I want. Um, but with her, it was such a perverse... Because she was like a golden shower mistress who would also fuck you. Which is rare that you get that combo. And literally, she'd be pissing in my mouth, going, that's it, drink your wife's yeah, piss. She weren't. If, if this is gay, because you know a lot of the mentality behind a lot of feelings. If I watch a thing where a girl straps on, I want to... I have never done it, but a girl that straps on fucks another girl, and I go behind the other girl that's fucking that girl and like lick her asshole and lick. Her no, pussy. I don't. I don't think any that of it's would, gay because it's all. That wouldn't be gay. No. Why would that be gay? Well, because it's, it's the, the girl idea fuck, that she's that like that is that guy? is that that's a guy. But no. I'm just replacing, uh, like, you no. know? It, 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 it depends on what your motives are. It's all, it's all, <laughs> if a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, fellas. All right, good. good. You can sleep good. We, I got to go. All right. I really do. If we you want to come back tomorrow or you guys want to continue, that's great. I got, I got shit to do. Oh, you're in love with a W. What's wrong with that? God. Just tell me how many times a week. Oh. Say it. 45. You, you're doing a lot. 40, uh, you're not popping. You're not popping. Uh, dust? No. You're not popping pills. Or nothing? No. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's not even gay if a girl fucks you with a strap on. I don't think, unless that's what you want it to be. It, it, it's gay Dude, if a girl puts no, a you know what? half I, a pinky in your ass. No, that's wrong. You know what? It's incorrect. And I, we, we've talked about this a bunch over the years, and we lose the argument every time. These phones will go fucking bananas with guys saying it's absolutely not gay. The finger, the strap-on, uh, the whole fucking thing. Is it gay because it feels we, good when you shit? I mean, the asshole feels good when you shit. Does it really? It's just, oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, it's, like, it's like climbing Everest. You know what feels good when I shit is if, if I take, because my... If I take one that feels done, like a oh, kiss yeah. sure. finish sure. out of your colon like you, this, I feel healthier. You know there's but a tapering ter- going on. That, that feeling of your asshole. If you want to give a woman something taboo, like it doesn't mean it's gay. If a woman is, is strapping on and fucking you, if you really want a guy to fuck you, well, then that's kind of a gay thing. Can we talk? Like for the look at the time fifteen minutes. I see you at the wedding, man. Yeah, you you guys uh yeah. You I'll guys do continue that. Yeah, you I don't want to do more. It'd be great. Do a, go to twelve today. No, 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 no. Today I learned that there's a replacement racist for the show when Anthony's not there. A replacement racist. That's right. I, racist. I should take that, that uh, That's as from a Lithuania. What do they know? Fast Freddy, today I learned if you want to celebrate MLK Day properly and with respect to the black man, <laughs> come on Jimmy. out and see Jim Norton live at the uh, Borgata. Borgata. <laughs> All right. Uh, WebEx.com, thank you for what did we learn. Hold meetings, make presentations, do it from the comfort of your own home or office. Check it out at WebEx.com. Good day, sir. Yeah, I got it. Thanks for asking me to come in to replace the uh, lovely Anthony, and I'm sure me and him will talk soon. It was great. I'm gonna take a piping hot shit. You need to. Oh, you, I got a mess. Your kidneys are bad, motherfucker. You you got bad kidney smell down there. Oh, it's good. That ain't good, man. Yeah, it's healthy. That's from an organ. That ain't just colon stink. <laughs> That's death. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
sick little man. You guys man. want a break and continue? Yeah, I don't care. Wanna... I'm, I'm leaving. I'll just go home. Bail. I am bailing. I, and all this it's only going to be replay. It's only going to be strap on talk if no. we stay. Yeah. Well, nothing wrong with that. Congratulations, buddy. What? I'm oh, married. Wedding. Married yet? And congratulations on one day doing it. What's wrong with getting married? I'm saying congr I didn't say nothing was wrong with it. You're, I just said congratulations. You're married. We're going to uh, talk about that someday. The theoretically, yeah. You're married. I'm married because that bitch ain't going nowhere, and I realize it. If oh, she so leaves, my life is over. Make it official. What the hell? And do what? And get married. I'm going to write her in a will. All right, so. I want us to have a gay relationship. I don't want that bitch to be able to visit me in the hospital. <laughs> would, you, would you give her a kid? I I came in my girl twice. I I've only come in a woman three times in my whole life. What? Dude, uh, now we, yeah. I've never. You I've, I've only you, come in a woman three times. My whole life. What you and, what you and Ann life. are doing, you're insane. I don't always do that. You know, I, I look at how beautiful I am. Of course, I'm not doing that. And this is my girl. I've been with what, a long time. I fucking. <laughs> You pull out? It's the greatest feeling. It's like drugs. Coming someone? Coming in, inside of vagina. Oh, but it's fucking... I scream like uh, a bitch. Patrice, you got to come back, because we'll discuss what I these guys do. They're insane. like a They're bitch insane. when I came inside my girl for the first time. It's amazing. Are you going to give her a kid or not? I don't know if my sperm is swimming, because the two times... Does she I, want one from you? She desperately doesn't want a child. You are coming inside oh, she of... She doesn't want she one. She already has a kid. Coming inside she of... She doesn't want another one? Yeah, but from I... From you? Just yeah. got to have a little... Little bond, a little, but I, 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 I bond with with her kid. Like it's it's weird. I don't need a, I don't know if I need a kid to bond Stop with. Stop pulling out. Coming inside of a girl. It's unbelievable. It feels dude. like this. <laughs> oh my! All right, we're out. Jesus, Aunt will be back.